nitro. Nitro. Kind of like losing Pogue's Hole this year. Pogue's Hole was yeah. the new Widowmaker. Right. Yep. Yep. Yeah. That's that's interesting. Like you know, people always are so like amped up to talk about like where hill climbs going, but like I think it's cool where it's been. It's like yeah, <laughs> been flipping racing motorcycles up hills for a hundred goddamn years it's like it's awesome yeah <laughs> you know it's like I, I don't know if they've been racing effing horses that long in this country <laughs> or not you know <laughs> horse so, power yeah now i wish there was some more video footage of some of that old stuff yeah like especially follow, like the 20s and 30s stuff yeah do you follow uh aaron pearson super arthur on instagram yeah i do that dude, I think I might. That dude is killer. He's from Canada, and yeah. I I feel like the biggest jerk because I uh, I followed him and I was just he I thought he was just kind of like a little bit of an artist years ago because he had posted just some stuff about like some little bikes he made and stuff or whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I I purposely like got extra cheese curds and I knew he was gonna be at X twelve years ago and I went up to him and I'm like, dude, I just love your posts, blah blah blah. Just the coolest dude. But then I made the thing of saying, like, hey, you ever need anything, my buddy Kirk, man, he's the genius. Well, flipping Aaron is a super mechanic. Like he does everything. <laughs> and he was super gracious and was like, Oh yeah, thanks, you know. But then later on, after I get to know more about him, the guy's like, he's Canadian Kirk Mueller that just does everything. <laughs> but the history, the old pictures that he shows where his dad is racing in Canada. And, you know, Montana and all that history, it's just cool. I mean, I, I love seeing it, like, uh, the vintage where it was the string lights. You remember yeah. those, Colby? Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I'm old enough. I raced with a few string light races, you know. It was like, <laughs> you watch this dude with blue jeans and work boots and an old freaking <laughs> RM, whatever the hell, a 370 or whatever, trying to get over, a, hit, hit that string light, you know. But that's cool stuff. Yeah, it is. That's I said. Did you get a chance to check any of the YouTube videos from U.S. Hill Climbing? I, you know, that's I came down here an hour ago. Just I was going to bone up some <laughs> stuff, and all I've been doing is trying to get on this the thing or whatever here. So my apologies. No, that's I've seen okay. Stuff on Insta, but I haven't I haven't seen anything on YouTube. Yeah, there's some cool stuff like the they have an '85 White Rose on there, and just some of the bikes they had were were crazy. That's that's cool. Who's running that page? Um, Pensinol, Todd Pensinol. I don't know who that is. There's a New England guy. Okay. Hmm. Like, they had, like, some of this, like, <clears throat> the AMA stuff in the 80s, like, you were allowed to run nitrous with nitro. So there's nitro bikes with nitro bottles on, but hmm. back in the 80s, they didn't have, like, one-pound bike bottles. You had five-pound car bottles. They had strapped to motorcycles <laughs> with, with bungee cords and shit. <laughs> oh, yikes. <laughs> That's insane. Uh, uh. The ones that really scare me are those old steel scooped paddles. 
Like, I don't know what yeah, it yeah. is. Like, yeah, those, uh, look, those look scary. Oh, and there's some of those old ones where there wasn't like a conventional rim. It was just like, mm-hmm. they just like welded like triangles until they got like, that's a saw. You're not driving a motorcycle anymore. You're, you're driving a saw up a hill. That's not right, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's almost as bad as some of the stuff over in France and stuff with the car tires with the yeah. six inch bolts in them. What the heck? Yeah, crazy. Oh, hell. Yeah. All right. Let's get into this here, guys. We got episode 19, Nitro and Mud. We are back at it after a long, long hold off for a mishap in the studio here. So with us tonight, we got Joel Fowdy coming in to help talk about some racing. And as always, Colby Marble from Nitro Pilot. What's up, yes, guys? Sir. What's up, man? Boss. That's up. Yeah, long time no see, fellas. It has been. Well, I've seen, seen Joel uh, sooner than I saw you, so you've been, yeah, yeah. You've been MIA the last couple uh, weeks here. Yeah, I, I wanted to make it to some of those last rounds, but uh, the budget just wasn't working out for me, and AMA wasn't able to kick down to get me out there, so I just figured I would save some pennies and stay home and live vicariously through you guys, so... Yeah, See, I, Brandon. The page, the page gonna, definitely I'm, needed the content, but I'm gonna I'm gonna help you out here. I I speak Midwest. And <laughs> okay. Yeah, like what what Colby just said was, dude, top water was hitting. Like, <laughs> like I don't leave top water fishing. The the weeds were up. Like they're hitting. I'm sorry, I got priorities. That's what yeah. he was telling you. I, that, that's yeah. what he was saying. That's what he was saying. The fishing was fire. I couldn't do it. <laughs> Not, nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. I'm telling you, we were in that drought all summer, no rain, and it finally got good at the end there, and I just had I had to take it full advantage of it. Well, I mean, I, I know from being a White Rose in Freemansburg, you definitely missed some killer racing there. Yeah, I know. Uh, Dayton, I didn't make it out to, so, but from what it looks like, some great race in there too. Uh, Dayton, it's an ocean of people drinking gallon jugs of beer. How can that be a bad time? <laughs> right. Dayton's so fun. That's unbelievable. It's so awesome. Yeah, I really wanted to make it to that too. The, the best show for the uh, riders and the crew at Dayton is the end when everybody's trying to get back down off the hill drunk as skunks. Mm-hmm. That's always fun. I, 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 you can see like Jamie get like giddy. Like once the, <laughs> at, like at once the, the end, yeah, like stirring around that hill, like he just gets yeah. into that. Yeah. Oh, there's but been at, some funny things go on there. Uh, anybody offer you a doobie there yet on the way down their turn trail? No, I had some some kid throw rocks at me, and I was like, man, I didn't think I was that slow. I was like, what the hell's going on here? <laughs> I've been handed beer, joints, everything on their turn trail out there, man. That's yeah. classic. I got sucker road on my forehead. They know I'm too much of an arrow to do anything like that. <laughs> uh, a couple years ago, I was filming on the side of the hill, and I had a mom ask me out for her daughter. <laughs> oh, yeah? Yeah, it was pretty fun. <laughs> I had to kindly decline those, you know, on the job. <laughs> uh, oh, that sucks for her. Yeah. <laughs> It wasn't no no ladies I would want to take home to 
my mom or anything like that, though. Well, so. hate to say it, but most Ohio ladies aren't ones you want to take home to mom. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of frightening. Oh hell! How but long is how long has that hill been going like it is now? The Devil's Staircase. Seventy some years. It has been that long. Wow. Okay, yep. man, I didn't know. Uh, yeah, it's, my, it's been going 70 years. My first experience was amateur nationals there. And, um, you know, there was no crowd there whatsoever yep. with an amateurs. And then um, going back with the pro series, it's like, whew, wow. See, see that sea, that sea <laughs> yeah. of people shoved in that little valley? It, you're sitting there with your back tire to that log, and it's like an ocean on the right and an ocean on the left. And everybody, yeah. you know, Jamie getting everybody <laughs> amped up. There's people behind you. I mean, yep. man, is it fun just ripping through there. It's just awesome. I mean, all the people behind you there are in line for the beer truck, so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, only... it's crazy how many people come to that race. It's awesome. Yeah. I the only one that, like that I ever got that was like that was um, that Harley Davidson put a hill climb on at the little Switzerland yep. ski resort. And it was really cool, like, layout. And, um, man... It was for one of their big anniversaries. I, I don't know if it was 115th or forgive me. I, I think it was the one, the 115. Yeah. Yeah. And they had Jumbletron. They had two hills. So you'd climb one hill and then they record your time. And then you go around to the backside and there's another hill coming the other way. And you redo your whole shot, do that. And then they add the times together. That was your score or whatever. Right. Well, they had a jumbletron on both sides, and it was raining. They weren't even going to have it. I mean, it was awful. The weather, you couldn't have worse conditions. And there were still, like, probably 3,000 people there. I bet you there would have been 30,000 people there if it would have been nice weather. Like, yeah. it was crazy. But on the backside, when you went around, you drove down this little hill, and you went into, like, this pocket, and the crowd was on top of you. And I <laughs> man, I, I love that stuff, you know. And I, I'm rolling in there. And uh, someone must have read my name on my shirt. Nobody knows who the heck I am or whatever, but they're like, hey, Faldy, go it. And I'm like, hey, this thing runs way faster if you guys are allowed. And I'll, whoa, like they all start going. I'm like, all right, here we go. And I just tore off out of there. I was like, man, that was kind of cool. It just pushed me out of there. I was liking that. You did really good at that race too, if I don't remember right. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I think. I went there. I knew I had to do really good because I kind of think that's where they were looking for the X game stuff. Right. So I was just, I had it on send all day. And uh, it was Logan, me, and then Josh, one, two, yeah. three. So it was yeah. one day. Congrats on that one. Thank that you. That was a good oh, one yeah. to be, do good at. Yeah. It was fun. It was super fun. It'd be really cool if AMA could just lock in that whole uh, production crew for the season you know oh I mean? man uh, they, they killed it i mean probably minus deanna which would be cool to keep her but she's probably hard to get on a full hill climb series but um that was really cool uh you know the same as x games it was that same crew right yep basically and they yeah. flew in in a helicopter the announcers did and oh, then yeah. got out and announced and then um that's when diana was still doing supercross and we're huge supercross fans you know and then uh, I saw her interview Logan, and I was the last to go. And then I got second, but they interviewed Josh. And I'm like, typical. That's how it works for me. You know, so I, I just, you know, I don't even get a chance to get an interview on, uh, with 
Mrs. Supercross or whatever, but that's fine. I, yeah, you know, yeah. It's all right. I understand <laughs> Josh is a lot better looking and just you know, faster than me. I get it. You know. Well, it, well, he was on a Harley too, so. Yeah, and he was on. A, yeah, he was on a Harley. Yeah, it was a Harley event. They had to get it in there. <laughs> they had to get the Harley guy there. I would have chose Josh too. You know, I, I, you know, <laughs> I, I get it. <laughs> yeah. Oh hell. Well. Uh, you're at the amateur nationals and how do you think the uh, nitro mud youth team thing went? Joe? Oh, dude, that was so fun. I, that was really cool. Cause um, I liked that there was kids there that wouldn't have been there without you guys. Yeah. You know? And that, that's, what's cool. You know, Colby, yep. I, you know, we've did amateurs, the nationals when we were kids and uh, mm-hmm. it was a really big deal when I was a kid. I'm sure it was for you too, Colby. And it was like, Yo, yeah, yeah. Uh, like the, the one kid, um, uh, I, uh, from Wyoming, um, uh, I, I follow oh, him on Instagram. Payson. It may, Payson, Payson Meeks. Yep. Payson Meeks. I follow him on mm-hmm. Instagram and I actually, he was putting some stuff and I said, Hey, tell your kid about this. And I think I was the one that encouraged them to send in the essay and kind of get lined up and they are okay. really, really cool people. Super yeah, they, they were great people. That was a great family. And um, just like every time I went by there, I just kind of went, hey, you know, but I brought them some cheese curds. I mean, smiles, you know? <laughs> and yep. as a kid, like you just never know like what's going to imprint, you know? Like when right. you're six or eight or 10, we've all had those memories that they're with you till you're gone. And it's like, even if there's yep. just a chance that that was one of those imprints, it's worth everything. I mean, that's just oh, so yeah. cool, Seriously. you know? Yeah. Well, I know like uh, Logan Blankenship's dad as a messenger, if I knew where the Nationals are next year, they want to come whether they're part of the team or not. So Cool, cool. Well, I know I want to support you guys if you're going to do it again. That was yep. I tried to do what I could, and I'd like to That's do it even more. Why I brought it up, we're going to do it again. The Nitro Mud Youth Team for 2022. Awesome. Um, have everybody get their video entries in by March 30th. We'll do all video entries this year, and – we're going to limit the team to mini classes only this year. Cool. All right. Yeah. Instead yeah, of, instead good. of the youth up to 15, we'll limit to the mini classes. Yep. Mm-hmm. So for you guys that are out there doing this is a mini junior, 65, mini senior, mini girls and super mini. And I'd like to get one non hill climb kid to, to sign up, That'd bring cool. a motocross kid in and, and get them hooked on hill climbing. Yeah. And don't forget about those uh, single track guys either. I mean, Dang. Oh, yeah. Huh. I, 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 yeah, yeah. Any non-motocross kid wants to come up, we'll, we'll get you there and get you part of the team and get you on a hill climb, maybe win a championship. That's cool. Which, and I was – I never expected the kids to do so well that were, that were on the team. Yeah. Oh, especially it's... especially the West Coast kids that never rode that style hill. Right. Yeah, it was awesome. At, I mean, the bummer was – is the conditions. The rain. Oh. Man, that, I just, I felt that, so bad for the kids because that hill, that hill's so rewarding when it's nice, you know, yep. as a mm-hmm. kid because, man, it's a monster for a little bike, you know. But then yeah, you have but, that and mud. That, and then, that mud was just impossible for them kids to even get moving. And then conditions like that as a rider, you just know that draws make a, such a big difference as to when your class runs and what time of day and when you are. And, oh, it's just hard for that yeah. kind of stuff, and, you know. Not to mention all the work you guys put in prior to the race, getting all the rocks out and all oh, that hill looks so beautiful oh, when I got there Friday afternoon. Yeah, it oh. would have been so amazing. Yeah. 
But still cool, but one but yeah, high, and one highlight I had because I got to sit up on the hill and help work the whole weekend or whatever. Yeah. And, um, the highlight I had was my buddy Mark drew first on Sunday, and I'm up on the top and I'm looking and I, I mean I'm not trying to exaggerate, but it was damn near axle deep water on his back tire. Yeah. And I'm thinking, dang, Mark and I, we're dang near the same vintage. And I'm like, this, this poor old boy, we're, he can have work <laughs> cut out for him, you know? And he lets out, looks like a damn jet ski leaving the hole, the yeah. log down there. Water yeah. everywhere. Comes, summits, goes over. I, I about lost my voice. So I was screaming so hard. I mean, it was just <laughs> awesome. I had my one little hot dog break. I ran down the hill. I run down to his trailer. I just wanted to high five him, tell him it was one of the coolest things I'd ever seen. And he's just like, oh, I couldn't believe it. He's like, I told my girl that I was gonna do it. Yeah, I did it. You know, was like, oh, that was cool. But that was, that's so um, cool. Yeah. Was there some sort of ruling on that uh, where they weren't able to drag out the the whole shot area for day two? Or yeah, and I'm I'm no no word of you know uh, I'm not the law, but just what I had heard was they can't do it until that whole day had concluded. Yeah, oh, they had to right, finish right. all of day one. they had to finish day one. Yep. You can't so I was wondering why the hell they left those giant pools of water down there. I'm yeah. like, how is we, this going to work? We I all were. And, I mean, the one, the one thing that you know when you go to a Nationals and Mike Bronk is part of it, it's a fair shake for everybody. That guy, right. I love that guy. There mm-hmm. is no favoritism. It's There's a there's a rule book, and it does that, that's what they do. Like, it, And I love that. Like. It, you can expect exactly what it says to happen. That was, that's that the way it cool. should be too, you know? And it's so hard because like I had never really been involved with like a hill, you know? And oh, just the dirty mail that everybody gets. And it's like, guess what? You know, my girls were crying that morning when I left to go down and work on that hill because they didn't want, you know, me to leave. Same thing with Mike and everybody else. And it, it bothers me like when people are just complaining about everything. And they did such a good job. I could not believe they got that race in. It was awesome. Yeah, for, yeah. for the conditions it had to get everybody two runs in was phenomenal. Yeah, and now yeah. all those kids, they get to tell their kids, you think this is hard? You yeah. should have saw it back in 21. We had a yeah. pandemic going on. There, The hill was a damn swamp. I mean, I, that that's, that's going to be in their minds forever, you know? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, no, was, still don't know where the Nationals fun. will be next year. Um, kind of hoping to be another historic hill. Uh, Muskegon Motorcycle Club is put in to do it at Mount Garfield. Wow. That'd be so, cool. That'd be cool. I don't know if that sand dune can hold up to that many bikes. Same odds for everybody. That's Because they, they, they're planning on doing it the week after the pro race there. Mm-hmm. So it'll see all the pro bikes tearing it up. Yep. And then the next weekend, they'll have the amateur guys there. So That'd be a good way to do it, though. Yeah, that sand dune's going to get a workout. Yeah. And you're going to like that place. You've never been there, have I've you? I've never been there. No, I can't oh. wait to go. I, I'm super excited. I I, I want to go, yeah. Don't don't That's go too the... fast over the top. <laughs> I've seen videos. <laughs> <laughs> That's the normal Muskegon hill climb that you're talking about? Yeah. That's yeah, a sand dune? Car. Yeah. Oh. You ever been to the top? Lake of Michigan is only 100 feet over the top. Well, I, I've been up there, but I've never noticed the lake. But yeah, I if just you go didn't... through the woods, about 100 feet, Lake Michigan's there. Okay. I just never considered it a sand dune with it being trees and stuff, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, it's an old old dune that was planted there thousands of years ago. Huh. I don't know. They added, 
There's lots added, of news at Wisconsin Rapids, Colby, and that's Sandy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they added clay to it, so that's what keeps it from falling apart. Okay. <clears throat> right on. Everybody write down their notebook, and we're going to call out if it's a sand dune or not when it happens. I want letters. <laughs> What's your email, Brandon? Do you want, you want emails they can send to you? Yeah, they. everybody knows the email on the show here. Okay, all right. When they get there and they see it, though. It's fun. Got the all steps right. of going up the side with all the winners' names on them. That's cool. That's cool. It's cool. I still think it's sketchy, but. It's it's a fast, <laughs> scary hill. <laughs> it's i think what it's like 400 feet and i think the record there is like four eight whoa dang (laughs) yeah that's a quick steep gnarly hill and i think phil said it and he did it on the back tire the whole way wow typical phil (laughs) yeah at about a four o'clock wheelie the whole way up Phil's my spirit animal. I love everybody. That guy. Everybody strives to be like him. Man, that's such been such a. I mean, I'm new to the AMA stuff, and um, they, that that whole team. Uh, I've never felt so welcomed by anybody. They're just the nicest, coolest people. Uh, I just it's just a pleasure to race with people like that. You know, yeah. I just wish everybody could be like that, but we can't. I mean, I can't even be yeah. as nice. Those guys are so freaking awesome, and that. The experience they got is crazy. I mean, I think all the hill climb community is just welcoming all around. I haven't been to a hill climb yet where I didn't feel welcome. Been yeah, to other other good. forms of racing where it's like cutthroat, and I'm not giving you any any advice. But hill climb has never been like that, right? So let's get in with onto the AMA stuff now. Let's let's talk. Uh, the final round, so that's round was round three, White Rose two. Yep. What was what was your take on that, Joel? Remember, I I got I was a little messed up because I walked that hill and I was pretty positive I had everything, and then man, they watered the hell out of that sucker, and it screwed me all up. The the how muddy it was on the first round, and then it makes you second guess the second round running or whatever, yep. mm-hmm. and um. I mean, that club, those people are awesome there. They're, they're uh, so nice, and there's just a ton of club members there helping out and doing everything. I mean, it, the grounds there are just manicured. It's it's so beautiful. Oh, but it was just tons of money on, on their grounds. Oh, man, that place is beautiful. I, I, I just it's, I want to just go out there and ride that single track. That looks so fun. Yeah. But uh, Oh, that single know, track's a lot of fun, Joel. Oh, it looks tons of fun. But that nice. hill, it's... It's kind of funny because all those hills like that, it's so hard to go super fast because yep. there's a, there's like 10 little things that you have to do perfect. And I think I've only picked a lock to about two of them. I just can't, <laughs> I can't get all the sequencing you got just to get that. Cause there's that little hump in the middle that you have to pull push when you're going through there a little yep. Yep. and you get your setup has to be perfect. I mean, you touch the clutch, you lost. Like you gotta, yeah. you can't, you can't touch your. I mean, it just it's so technical, and I, I like that. I mean, I, well, and I've been kind of bummed because like I like breakers. Like I've always loved racing breakers, just because the way you manipulate the bike and putting it to the ground and hitting. And I've I've liked that. But man, that hill, I just can't get it just right, you know. But uh, 
fun. Well, I, the people out in the crowd, to them, it looks smooth. Like you're looking at the hill and you don't see that stuff till you're, you're on it and the terrain change and stuff in there. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. It's then, not drastic, but it's enough to slow you down if you hit the wrong, the wrong divot. Well, there's, you know, there's in every class, there's the top half of the people. They're just separated by this little tiny margin, you know? Yeah. And, you know, the people that are there, like to try to keep up with them, man, you just, you got to hit all your spots, you know? Yeah. And uh, that's, what's fun. I mean, that's, that's what makes racing fun is like, you're trying to garner an advantage over everybody else within the parameters that they give you, you know? And one way is, you know, looking at the hill and really knowing exactly how to set up exactly for that hill. And I think like coming from the amateur side of it, we really focus on that because we don't have 300 horsepower, you know? Yeah. Most of yeah. our life we're racing bikes with 40 to 70 horse, you know? And um, man, those little tiny things, that's what makes you win or lose. So it's kind of fun on, on those hills like that. Now, other aspect is Freemansburg where <laughs> there's a thousand things you got to do right on that hill and you're just hoping yeah. to get, you know, 50 of them right, you know? But yeah, Rose, man, that, that's uh, fun. I like watching, obviously, Logan ride that hill. I mean, you know, he's a very close friend and a hero of mine. And just watching him, how he can keep that tire eating on that hill so much. And where he gets speed in these little areas that, I mean, you guys sit there and watch videos over and over and compare them. And you're like, before you see the things he's doing, he's just so high level on that. And yeah, um, He has a way of picking the line where he doesn't leave the ground. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, just his his body type is not meant for that kind of stuff, you know. And like he's just taken every disadvantage and made it into an advantage, and that's cool. Like you know, I've always thought hill climbing—you want to be, you know, five five about a buck five, you know. Yeah. <laughs> you want to have so, about. So you want to be built like Phil Lippard. <laughs> yeah, you want to have about exactly. out of that hundred and five pounds, you want about a hundred pounds in your right arm and just freaking go for it, you know. Yeah. But uh. Man, it's fun watching him, you know, how him compete, especially on those hills where he shouldn't be able to, but he does. But well, I mean, you're you're taking Logan though. Logan's definitely a machine, and the kid lives on two wheels. Oh yeah, no, I, if yeah. he's not at work, he's on a motorcycle. Yeah, I've I've got to watch the whole progression for him, and I wish I was a writer because there's a there's a freaking book there. Like it's <laughs> that kid just didn't grow up awesome, you know. I mean, I, yeah. There was a day where, and he won't admit to this, but there was a day where when he was like 14 where he couldn't even see my fender when we were riding in the woods, you know. <laughs> that day wasn't very long. <laughs> but uh, it was fun to watch a young man just, that guy's got more drive than anybody I've ever seen in my life, you know, so it's it's cool. Very cool. That's cool. Absolutely. Now, hey, are those conditions for White Rose typical? Like, both of them, there's been – Damn good traction there, I thought. Is that, would you say that's typical for White Rose? Because on the videos that I've seen previous years, it just looks kind of skaty and dry or mud, it, you know? It depends what the weather's like. Like, we had just a good, steady, wet summer. Yeah. Like, usually it's a drought, like you guys had out there. Yep. And it's just dry and nasty, or right. it'll just downpour the day of the race. Right. But yeah, this year was just perfect for both rounds out there. Yeah, no, it's it's you try to bone up on old videos and kind of get an idea of how you're yeah. you're gonna want to run it. And like I, 
for myself, I really like really dry conditions because the bikes that I have tend, and I'm, I'm a bigger guy, and the way that I can run them, I can usually get a little bit more traction on a really dry condition than mm-hmm. you know certain other bikes. And man, I didn't have Brookmine was the only one that I had that opportunity to kind of express, and everything else this year was just like mega traction. I couldn't even couldn't even do what I wanted to do to the bike. You know, it was nuts. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, like you missed some, definitely missed some good racing there, Colby. Oh, uh, we'll go to the Twins class, uh, of course. Absolutely. I, I see a little, bit, little bits here and there, but. Yeah, it was good. I mean, Logan, actually, it was actually pretty close. I mean, Josh was leading all the way up yeah. to the Logan Road, his last run. Yep. Josh yep. took the oh, lead boy. in the at the beginning of the second round. He figured something out that Harley there, because man, and, he, and he had it. He had it held, and he yeah. smoked yep. Logan's first round time. Yep, yep, good for wow. him. That was good. And to then see. Logan came back last rider of the day in the class and put one through. Yeah. And then, Typical. yeah, and Bodie <laughs> rounded out the podium for a District Twenty Three sweep. I don't know. There's something you guys put in the water out there in <laughs> Minnesota, Wisconsin area. Yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, we're lucky. <laughs> Fast kids coming out of there. Yeah, we got yeah, no... a big bummer about uh, TNA Media splitting up too. Otherwise, yeah, I probably would have been able to uh, uh, watch watch that stuff. Yeah, yeah, losing that that live stream feed really hurt. I think a lot of a lot of fans do that. Hopefully, we can get someone else in to do that next year. Yeah, I couldn't believe all the people that reached out to me and were like, "Oh, I can't find it." And I'm like, "You watch?" And they're like, "Oh, yeah, we watch all the time." It's like, dang, like they had. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, for you know what it is, they had quite a few people watching and following, and I mean, yeah. I mean, obviously, I always liked you know, like for I don't ever go to Columbus, and I always buy the package and watch because they're my buds out there. I want to see what they're doing, you know. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. Just for people that just you know. People that like hill climbing, they love watching that stuff, and it's it was free. I mean, man, that was cool. It was a good deal for everybody. You know? Heck yeah, yeah. That's kind of that's why I like the the X Games feed for the actual winter one and the one they did at um, the ski resort there, uh, Little Swiss, because <clears throat> it's on Facebook too, so people can interact as it's yeah. going on as well, like comment on things and you know. Yep. And then being on Facebook, like you can share it and your people don't know what it is, start watching it and get into it. It, Cool. It definitely definitely helps grow. That's Mm -hmm. cool. And we've seen it it, in the crowds at the races. It really has boosted a lot of the crowds at all the series, really. Well, I mean, that hill climbing, it's a spectacle, you know? Yeah. And I, I mean, I've, you know, everybody's got an opinion about it that's involved and, you know, like, I don't know if you guys ever watched like Street Outlaws, if you've ever seen yeah. anything like that. But mm-hmm. I mean, I think like that dang near could be us because when that first yeah. start, when that show started, what people liked about it were like, hey, I had that motor. And if I would have put this combo on it and they got in depth to their cars and what they were doing. And at the, when they started, it was somewhat reasonable what you could do, you know, yeah. where what, what we do, it's the same thing as everybody kind of builds their own little deal and anybody could go do it that had the knowledge you know, or the want to because yep. it's not crazy expensive. But what really made it go was the drama between the people. And I yeah. mean, that's racing. I mean, it's like yeah. you get involved. It's like everybody's got their, their people they want to win and their people that they don't. And it's like, that, that'd be kind of fun. And 
uh, I mean, I think like hill climbing, it could really have something like that for people because you could see everything, you know, it, it's right there in front of you. And now the way the AMA classes are like, I really like the 450 class, you know, fun. Every you know, It's an entry level class. Great. The twin class is really cool because it's so neat. But what I like yeah. is that premier class because yeah, now anything goes and it's like, what do you think you can go fast with? Do you want to put a turbo on your bike? You want to put nitro in it? You want to run a twin? You want to run an inline? You want to run a single? You want to run chains, a knobby, a paddle? Hey, show us what you got. You know, it's like, yep. and that's what's cool is that it just builds to this crescendo and that race. And who doesn't want to come watch Phil send it? You know, I mean, <laughs> the guy, I mean, everybody runs in there and that's, you know, like drag racing. Like if you go to Brainerd, like, when the pro streets are going, nobody's in the stands. Everybody's back watching to see what the nitro guys are doing and the top fuel guys. And when all yep. of a sudden, when they start coming back up, then everybody runs in. And I, I kind of feel like that's hill climbing is, you know, those big bikes get up there. Yeah. I'm watching. You, come to see. <laughs> you know, it's cool. Yep. Yeah. Sights and the sounds. Yeah. Yeah. That would be really cool, Joe, what you talked about with Street Outlaws. And that was kind of kind of the idea i wanted to do but after white rose i realized that <laughs> that's definitely not something i can do by myself no no it takes a crew of people to catch the behind the scenes stuff while someone is catching the action on the hill and yeah i was running around with my head cut off for a while and i just realized it's like i can't i can't keep up with right. everything that's going on with one camera and, and especially the, in the temperatures you had to deal with i thought you were going to fall oh, over that day geez, the first one it was insane and you got to get everybody to buy in like you'd have to be able to come to me and say what are you doing and i'd say i saw you know dave's bike go i think they were in i think they had this for gearing i think i'm pretty comparable to that bike i'm gonna put this gearing on and i'm gonna try this tire with this pressure mm -hmm. And I'm going to try to have these spots to go. People aren't going to do that. They're not going to tell you how they're going to try to beat somebody or what they're aiming to do. Like nobody That's wants to do yeah. that. Everybody yeah. wants to keep it a secret. And nobody I mean, wants they, to tell they you. They might to an extent. There, there's some secretives there, but especially that something that's not going to come out in the day of the event. It's not going to affect the outcome of the event. So Right. right. Yeah. And I don't, I don't blame people that are racing for championships to not spill secrets. I mean, I'm just there swinging for the fence every time, hoping for the best. You know, it's like I, I got nothing to lose if people want to come look at my stuff, you know. But it's, yeah. it's different when, you know, that you're trying to make yourself a life out of it. You know, that's, that's different is when it's your whole season comes down to those little tiny moments, you know. Yeah. So, and then a guy it. like you comes in that just winging it and wins a bunch <laughs> <laughs> I mean, a, a blind squirrel finds a nut every now and then, Colby. I mean, that day, you know? Yeah. Oh, hell. All right. So, White Rose 2, then we'll move over to the uh, 450 class. Again, Logan's Apollo dominated the class. I don't think anybody really even got close to smelling him. And Bodie O'Neill in second, and John Flying Kessler rounding out the top three in the 450 class. And then the real show, what you're talking about, the premiere class, uh, Jay Salstrom, Phil Lopart, and John Kester. That's cool. Those guys uh, stacked in there on the times. I think did Phil? I think Phil got Jay at the end of the round one, right? Um, if I remember right, sounds right, boy. I, I wish I could have remembered better, but no. yeah, I don't, 
I don't remember, but I think Phil got Jay at the end of round one. Jay came back and took it. And, of course, John, Jay, and Phil were all in there for the championship, and John put the best run he could to get ahead of those two guys and fell just short, so. That's, that was just a crazy hill. I remember it. I think, I think that was the one where Jay went way to the right. Yeah. Nobody, nobody else was. And it's, you know, I don't ride it. I've never rode one of those bikes, but man, it doesn't take a much smooth sailing to make a time, you know? No. I mean, you got that power with a chain wheel you get 40 foot, a clear section. It's like that jet's taken off, you know, it's yeah. like, it's, and it's, I, I don't remember the times I should have rode them down here on this, but I think with the, even the lights me at the top of the hill, Jay was in almost the five second bracket. Wow. He was a, like a, a very high six second run. Mm-hmm. And that's with the lights over the top of the hill. So yeah. that's a yeah, hundred foot, those guys, hundred foot more to the hill. Yeah. Those guys on nitro four cylinders that are 10 feet long coming out of that hole and judging that first breaker with no back brakes or anything, you know, it's like (laughs) you only got those two shots to nail it, you know, and somehow Jay and John have that thing. Well, Phil too, that first jump just figured out. Hard to get on a nitro bike. A split second of throttle off the hole, you let off, you roll yeah. that thing, and then it's just on. Yep. And Hopefully you hit your marks. Because like I said, a uh, video of people watch White Rose, you know, it's so cliche, but it doesn't do justice there no. or Freemansburg. Um, yeah. All those little nooks and crannies along the way. I mean, the hill looks like a highway from the road, you know, but when you actually get up close, it's, it's gnarly. Like Luke said it in his last latest uh, show there uh, against the green vlog. That hill is so much gnar- gnarlier up close and personal than what you would think it is. It's yeah. short, and, short and doesn't look very steep from the backside, but right. when you're standing on it, that thing is straight up and down Yeah, and all sorts of little bumps and rocks and whatever. But yeah, for you to get a clean ride on that hill is pretty impressive. Yeah. That, it, you know, it's it's hard to white rose, especially on a fuel bike, to get that bottom jump clean and not catch air. Mm-hmm. It's gotten a little bit better the way it's getting cut out, and there's a little lip that kind of kicks you right up onto the flat perfectly. Yeah, it's kind of a step up sometimes. Yeah. Well, and they did it the first one this year. When I went on that, when I came over the, over that breaker and just lit the candles, like I was pulling hard and I was like bottoming out into the tranny of the hill. And like, it was just unloading me all screwed up. And then the second one, they really cleaned up that transition. And I'm like, Oh boy, (laughs) I know what that means. (laughs) And uh, it was better, but that jump, like the, and I don't know with the nitro bikes, you know, maybe it's a little bit, lower of a lift but man coming into it there's like that weird knoll and then as the Mm -hmm. day goes the jump gets kind of cupped and you got to be ready like just for that little two percent clutch right when you're hitting that lip ah i'm just terrified that i'm just gonna like loop out lariat on that lip one of these times because it's just like Uh, it hits the first one or the second one was that the first one or the second one the second jump yeah yeah you know because it like there's that crown to it before it 
And then mm-hmm. as the day goes, there gets to be like a belly before the jump. Yeah. And then you hit that crown and then there's that belly and you're trying to just lift through that belly and just smash through the jump and take the air out of it. And, you know, for me, that works like one every 20 times. And then the other 19, it's like, well, here we go. You know, what's going to happen this time, you know? But, yeah. uh, but it's, you know, those are those little things that I was talking about. It's, it's fun. It's fun to try to do it. It's frustrating when you're watching people do it every time that you want to do it. You just not, you know, don't got those spots picked out, but. Yeah. I got a clip of John there. What was it 2017 i think first round of the season it's just incredible it's <laughs> it's a side view of that second jump and john comes off the first breaker wide open all the way to that jump and just sails like he like pretty much lands right at the timing lights and kind of bounces over the top you know and it's yeah. just like holy shit right that was gnarly. And I think that jump's I, got a lot smaller since yeah, I've been Yeah, it there. wasn't as big back yeah. here now as it was then either. Yeah. And the commitment um, going into that thing full speed like that. I mean, granted, I, I think it was one of the earlier, like, first round of the, the day or whatever maybe, so there wasn't as many roots right. going up to it. But um, picking a lane, going that fast, and hitting that jump without, you know, cross-routing or – yeah whatever yeah and there's some did did you know joel that that hill's man-made no i did not know that i kind of from, figured from the top but i didn't know the from the hill. second jump up is man-made really wow that's a lot of dump trucks yep. <laughs> well i think half the town of jefferson's buried up there they when they redid the sidewalks and everything they brought all the fill down there and kept dumping dirt <laughs> well they did a good job yeah. it's steep yeah. i mean that sucker is steep i mean i I walked up at, I, I always walk every inch of every hill, just know it. And man, it's hard to walk up over the top of that thing. It's so damn yeah. steep. Yeah. It's crazy. Luckily, they've gotten some more fill on it over the years. There used to be some uh, pieces of debris sticking out of the hill. Okay. I crashed up there one time at the top off the second jump, out of bounds through the timing lights. And when I crashed, I opened my eyes up, and there was a hay conveyor sticking out of the hill. Oh, literally like touching the brim of my helmet oh my god oh no nothing that, that was close <laughs> i don't want that memory <laughs> oh man oh well i i love york the like the town where we stay out there yeah uh, we you guys just, stay in york or do you stay in hanover we stay in york i've okay. stayed a few different places but like Big surprise if you see if you ever see me in person. I like to eat, and like our favorite, like what I love to do is uh, we try to get out there half a day early, mm-hmm. and then we try to find a spot for really good coffee. I'm a Yelp guy. I love going on Yelp, and then we try to find something fun for supper. And man, we found lots of good places to eat out there. There's and, uh, lots of good places to eat. Oh yeah, and then we went one morning. I think it was the night. It was a night climb. We went down to the like the the downtown, and there's like an indoor market. Where it's like a huge mm-hmm. timber frame building. Yep. Yep. Central market. Central yeah. market house. Oh man, that was cool. It was yep. old in there and like yep. big farmers market. Coffee was amazing. I, I love coffee. Yeah. It was just great coffee. I was it was me and Todd. We went down there. Oh man, th- it's so cool traveling to these to for me, there's so much history where you live out there. Yep. You know, I mean yeah. That building was probably built before Wisconsin was a state, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, York York was the capital of the country for a while. Was it really? Wow. Yeah. Cool. 
That's crazy. Yeah, there's a lot of history there there in New York and stuff. A lot of Central Marketplace is cool. There's some really good, really good eating places inside oh, that market yeah. building. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's good stuff. Yeah, that, they got a fried chicken joint in there, man. That's fucking awesome. Really? Okay. Yeah. Well, I'll look for that next time. Huh? It's, it's like, like it. B, I don't know if it's still in there. No, it's BFC chicken. Okay. All right. I, I always get their fried chicken skins. Oh, wow. Nice. Nice. They're, they're good. Yeah, the, nice. the one place we went out to eat there, it was really funny because I was with Sapala's. I, I mean, I love those guys. And we went out to eat, and Logan ordered the chicken Oscar, and he didn't know that that came with seafood. <laughs> <laughs> and it was all seafood with a little piece of chicken, and he was all pissed. And then uh, Logan or, uh, Luke got the um, something, something mac and cheese. And his mac and cheese was too cheesy. And I was like. <laughs> <laughs> too cheesy for yeah. someone from Wisconsin. <laughs> and I was like, one of you guys orders a seafood dish and doesn't know, doesn't like seafood. And the other one orders mac and cheese and says it's too cheesy. I was like, what's going on here? And then Luke ordered like some local brew. It was like a strawberry brew. And we all tried it. We're like, oh, my God, this is the this is so good. I don't know if it was like a sour or something. We're like, we'll take five of these. And the lady's like, we just ran out. We're like, all right. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> you win some, you lose some. <laughs> oh, man. Next time you guys come in, we'll give me, we'll go over to uh, to Lancaster to the Shady Maple Smorgasbord. Ooh, okay. All right. I like it. It is a Amish smorgasbord that nice. is 150 yards long buffet. Huh? What? hundred and fifty hundred and fifty yards of buffet <laughs> what the that's hell? crazy that sounds like they crazy. have they have a steak a steak table they have seafood table Dang. ham wow. and most all the dishes on there are like amish home-cooked amish dishes oh sign me up oh. i i got to go there after we race so i won't be able to race the next day <laughs> right oh well, it's, like it's a sunday a, night dinner it's like 30 bucks a person to eat there but sign, I, i'm all for it oh. man but if it's your birthday, it's free, so it's everybody's birthday when we go. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the dirt tickler took us out somewhere out in that area after a hill climb once for seafood, and god damn, that was the best seafood I've ever had in my life. It's awesome. Somewhere in Maryland or something. That's cool. Yeah, probably, Maryland's got some good places. There's a really good place down not far from where he lives. That's cool. It's in yeah, it's northeast Maryland, he... right, right on the bay and stuff. Fresh crabs, oysters. Yeah, it's probably where he took us because it was all fresh and yeah. It was actually funny because we got there after the bar closed or uh, the kitchen closed. But Corey is such a celebrity <laughs> in that area that he <laughs> he pulled some strings and got the kitchen to stay open later, so we wow. could leave. It was amazing. I, I go to this one bar probably twice a week, and they don't even know my name. That's impressive. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I'm no, impressed. You've made it. I'm telling you, Corey is a goddamn celebrity in Maryland. That's awesome, man. Good for him. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. earned it. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. hey, pro that Tim, little town he lives in. There's only about five people live in the town, so <laughs> yeah. <I know. laughs> oh, you did <laughs> Everybody's last name seems his. <laughs> yeah. No. no, I'm serious though. I mean. I get what you're saying. I mean, it's small as shit, but <laughs> everywhere we go, I, I st- I've spent a week out there with him once because I didn't want to come back and forth for the White Rose Freemansburg gap. And wherever we went, someone knew who he was. Like, he would get called out wherever the hell we went. And I'm just like, what the hell, dude? <laughs> well, I'll tell you what happens in, around here is when if anybody sees my number on my truck or whatever and they say, oh, you ride a dirt bike? And I'm like, oh, yeah. What do you do? Oh, I hill climb. They'll, they'll be like, like, like the Sapalas? 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah, like the yeah, like, like the Sapalas. <laughs> I know him real well. I'm proud to call him friends. And uh, yeah, yeah. But nobody knows who the 31 or Joel Faldi is. It's uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but pro uh, tip: when you're racing, don't eat at chain restaurants. Don't be scared no. to have a bad meal. Go on Yelp, find the local spots. Man, there's just it's so fun eating local food just to see what's yeah. different. And I mean, yeah. it's just fun. You know, it just I love that stuff. We used to have a lot growing up. Find the it, it. It looks disgusting. You don't eat in there. The food is the best. Oh yeah, no, that's that's that's. There's a line out the door. Get in line. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. All right. Well, let's drive across the state of Pennsylvania for Freemansburg too. Nice. Now, people that uh, don't follow the sport on the AMA side much to go from White Rose to Freemansburg is. You can't compare the two. They're two totally different animals. And White Rose is a technical fast hill. And uh, Freemansburg is a gamble with your life. I think I'd said the best way to put it. Because <laughs> you just never know what's going to happen there. Freemansburg's yeah. that times 100. That's what it is. <laughs> I didn't see a whole lot, obviously, because there wasn't really anyone at either one of those rounds filming or posting anything, which really sucks. But I did see uh, DeHart. Yeah. The Rooster. See his his loop out? Yeah. So I'm kind of glad I didn't go. Because (laughs) you stand right there. (laughs) That's where I would have been. And the same with when John's throttle stuck out there a few years ago. I'm. For whatever reason, I moved to the other side of the hill for that, for those last couple of rides, and yeah, I would have died twice there now, maybe three times. That that shot you got a John when that throttle stuck, that is just the coolest video. Yeah, I just got lucky. I was lucky I wasn't standing there. Yeah. But I was in a good spot to catch that crash, too. (laughs) That loop out this year, that was one of the biggest loop outs I've ever seen. That thing was ridiculous. Yeah. yeah, when those nitro bikes loop out, they're looping out. Man, I, I mean, you got to give Anthony credit. He ain't been on a nitro bike in four or five years. Yeah, and comes back out. He did. He really did good coming oh, back yeah. out. Yeah, no, and that hill was rough that day. <clears throat> no. And he mind. doesn't. He doesn't like that Kawasaki. That was the first nitro bike they built him, and he's he never liked it from the beginning. Okay. So he's real uncomfortable on that bike, but he did he did great a lot better than I really thought he would do coming from being off for so long. I've only had a few few experiences at Freemansburg, but this was definitely my roughest experience for the hill. Like oh, it that was, hill was it was horrible it was, this last time. It, well, the weird part was it was so much traction, but it was just choppy. I mean, mm-hmm. dang! Which normally like. Normally I get all excited when it's rough like that, but man, it was just there. There wasn't a smooth line that you could really yep. rely on, you know. I mean, it was mm-hmm. man, it was rough. And then I, I kind of liked it because the bottom they never they never tended to it. All the grooves mm-hmm. from the first one were first still one. in there when yep. we started. And I was like, oh, I kind of like this, you know. Like I like it when it's kind of ruddy or whatever, you know, when you start off like that, but. Mm-hmm. It just got worse and worse as the day yeah. went. I mean, was, well, I mean, they didn't really get a chance to take care of the hill. They had those two hurricanes come up the coast yeah. and blasted that area of the state. Yeah. 
So like back to back hurricanes, and that's that's why the hill was in the shape it was when we got there. But yeah, it, it's still another place you're pulling in a road, and you're like, man, that looks like a drag strip. And wow. then you get to the hill, and there's <laughs> moguls before every jump. And, I, I had so many people before I went out there and said, "Wait till you see how flipping steep that hill is." And I'm like, I've been to Pogue's Hole, I've seen, you yeah. know, I've been to the Great American, I've seen some hills, you know, or whatever. We're driving up, and I'm like, holy F, is that some bitch steep? Like, it is <laughs> yeah. steep. I mean, that thing yeah. is, it's, I mean, I don't know if it's steeper than Pogue's Hole, but dang, is that thing steep. I mean, it, I think it's steep for longer than Pogue's Hole. Yeah. Yeah. Because right. Pogue's is only steep that last, I mean, it's steep, but it's really steep that last 10 feet of Pogue's Hole. Yeah. And then that hill, those jumps, that middle jump, that thing is, I think you could jump three school buses. I mean, that thing is so yeah. flipping big. And yeah. you have to go all out. Like, if you check at all, you are done. Like, you yep. just have to go. And my little Super Duke, that thing is like 90s swing arm suspension. Like, it twists so bad when I land on that stuff. Like, <laughs> I, I just, it terrifies me because, like, I have to put a new chain up on that thing all the time because it's just constantly twisting. When I, when I landed on that, I was holding my breath because I'm like, I think I'm going to rip the swing arm right off this thing. <laughs> But luckily, it just laid it in. I got it. Just now, I can get it nowhere. I can lay it. But God, you jump so far. I mean, it's just yeah. so intimidating that jump. Yeah. It's. It's. Nuts. I was actually just watching some clips from uh, the first round, first Freemansburg, and your bike was sucking those jumps up pretty well. Your suspension and stuff. Yeah. I mean, you were hooking up right right off the landings and stuff. So. I mean, that's what's hard. Like we race all over, you know, and you can't have a set of bikes for out east and a set of bikes for out west unless you're rich, you know. <laughs> so my bike is like everybody always asks, like, what open bike should I build? And I say, what hill do you want to do good at? Right? Because if yep. you want to do good at the Great American. Or if you want to do good at Freemansburg or White Rose or, you know, Muskegon or wherever, they're different bikes for the most part, you know? Yeah. Right. And where I want to do good when I built this bike was the Big Sky Challenge out west at Billings. That's one of my favorite hills. And that's this bike set up for that. It's a little cushy, turns on a dime. I mean, so trying to get to go up Freemansburg, like I couldn't even go long enough. Like I, I needed to put a paddle on. And the one time I put a paddle on and I'm like, I can't even let the clutch out because it's so steep and there's so much traction. Like I can't, I got to run a tire. Just, it's crazy, you know? But yeah. Who built that bike? That was built in Montana. I'm the third owner of this bike. Oh. So Davey Johnson in Billings, Montana originally built it. And he had okay. a. I talked to him. He had a Super Duke 990. The thing had like 800 miles on it. He went and looked at it, and the guy's like, what are you going to do with it? And then he's like, oh, I, I, and he's like, are you going to make this into a hill climber? He's like, it's got 800 miles on it. And he's like, yep. <laughs> and the guy's like, all right. And he, and he took it and started cutting stuff off of it and making it. And then um, since I bought it, Kirk Mueller at Mueller Motorsports has redone every aspect of this bike. When when I bought it, it made 70 horse, and now we're 120. I mean, and Damn. I mean, it, Damn. Uh, nice. the gains he's got have been ridiculous. Yeah. Like, it's, I mean, he is just, he's a magician for that stuff, but he's yeah. got a dyno, and, you know, everybody always gives all these numbers. Well, it's plus minus. You do something, you run it on the dyno, you do something, you run it again. Did you lose or did you gain? Well, We've done a lot of stuff that's lost, and we've done a lot of stuff that's gained, you know, but that's how you get there. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. But that Freemansburg. Yeah, that sounds tough. Yeah. 
Freemansbury, I, I think that's probably one of my new favorite hills. I love that hill. Man, that's so I, fun. I mean, it, the, the people, once again, huge, lots of club members. The yep. crowd is super fun. I love when they open the gate when it's done and the crowd comes in the paddock. Yep. It's so fun. Yeah. I mean, it's it's really cool to be a part of. It was, I don't know what the 50-50 the there this year. I think it was like eight grand or something. And yeah, it, it was crazy. Yeah, it was big. And like they give this lady like, bam, like this stack of cash. <laughs> and I don't know, it was Rob or someone next to me. They're like, they're not going to let that woman walk through that crowd without a cop, are they? <laughs> and I'm like, I didn't even think about that. And yeah, here, sure enough, a cop comes and escorts a lady back out. And I'm like, yeah, I guess I didn't even think about that. But yeah, here's four thousand dollars in cash that you know, if you, you want to hit me over the head, go ahead and take it. I don't know, but <laughs> yeah. it was pretty cool. Uh, fun, really fun race. Yeah, it's a good one for action. Yeah, oh, yeah. From from a video standpoint, it's probably one of the better hills to video to get. Yeah, good it's... action. Yeah, that was uh, that was the first time we saw um, Phil's um, twins bike wheelie. Yeah, oh. <laughs> well, he put, yeah Dave Price rode it. <laughs> Dave, oh, really? Phil, Phil's <laughs> like, I, I can't make this thing go. Let's see what'll hook up with Dave on it. <laughs> Dave, and Dave's about guy, two Phils. <laughs> Dave is awesome. That guy's a beast. But they <laughs> they must have found a, a groove that was about four inches deep that. There'd only been a 2.5 inch wide tire in, and then they got a nice big wide, I think they put the Terraflex on or whatever, yep. and they put Dave in there, and I mean, I think they had to push the tire down to get it in yep. the groove or whatever. <laughs> Dave lets that clutch, bam, just straight up and down and gone, and I'm like, oh, here we go, and they, they were hooking then, and oh, the, their crew just, oh, we got, we got traction now, we're going to start working with stuff. It was kind of cool to see. It was pretty neat, but uh, that was funny. That that's the only bike that Phil's ever built that he hasn't come out and been competitive with right off the but bat. He's going to. They're going to figure it yeah. out. I mean, I, well, he'll get it figured out. I I, I bet my life that Phil's going to figure that thing out and he's going to be super competitive because it runs. I mean, it really runs. It's just mm-hmm. obviously they they got to do something with their suspension or the geometry of that frame just to make it put the power the way they want, you know. And I had yeah. him sit on mine and like he was just saying like. Mine is just so soft compared to his. Yeah, well, his you know, is really set up stiff. And he's got three hundred horsepower. I got one hundred and twenty. It's like you got to transfer it different, you know. And it's so. The, yep. The, I, I know they're gonna figure it out. Those guys are awesome. Like they, they just they just need a few more runs. That's all they need. Well, the problem is in the wintertime, Phil doesn't have any time to work on hill climbers because now he's going ice racing and indoor flat tracking and. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Good for him. <laughs> yeah. There's a bunch of indoor flat tracks coming up, and the ice will soon start forming in New York and Michigan, and he'll be on the ice somewhere. Well, Phil's out riding, uh, riding ice and uh, indoor flat track, and we're sitting here talking to each other. He's winning, you know. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, let's get let's get the finishes from Freemansburg too. Here we got uh, the twins class again. Logan Sapala dominated. Uh, Bodie O'Neill came in second. Kid's first time there ever. And takes the second place in the Twins class. Mm-hmm. And Josh Mueller rounding out the top three for another District 23 sweep in the Twins class. Yep. And like I said, Josh got that Harley figured out. Yep. Big, torquey, low on horsepower, but he makes it work. Oh, man, he's a good rider. And his dad works so hard on those bikes, too. I mean... Yeah, it's fun to watch. Like I, you know, I'm I'm jealous. I'm a jealous person, and man, it's you get really jealous when you watch like a team like that work. Like, 
Josh him and his dad, dad work really well, really well together. Man, and they're mm-hmm. smart. Those guys are smart, and their stuff is so nice. Like, mm-hmm. oh my god, yeah. everything is just. It's that that is a beautiful build on that it's on that Harley. Lined, and it, I mean, he rides it so good. I mean, it it's fun to watch some guys work. Yeah, you know? just like so, Bodie and his dad. I was you know, just gonna say Bodie and Corey have a really good dynamic oh my too. God. Yep. I mean it. It you know it's such an advantage, and everybody like when you don't have it, you see it. But like when I ride. I sit there and I think to myself, like, what did I do? What can I do to be better? And I love my wife and she supports me wholeheartedly, but my wife will be like, hey, be careful, you know? Or <laughs> I need someone to say, hey, let's go here. You know, like you were this, you know, yep. like, you know and this is what we need to do to, you know, and to have people to, to go back and forth with as a team and just to, to scrutinize each other. Oh, that's, that's how you win. You know, that's, you need, you have yeah. to have that to be a champion. Like it, mm-hmm. I mean, you can do it by yourself. I'm sure you can, but oh, it's uphill. It's, I mean, man, I, I've it's seen uphill. guys that have won championships, and it's just them coming in a van and showing up and winning races. But like, it's a lot easier when you have that motivation and other people there to yep work on your stuff through the day, so oh. you don't have to. <laughs> yeah, no. I know. You, I see you, and I come over and try and give you the help. I can when you're there, and you're just <laughs> trying to get these two bikes set up all by yourself, and <laughs> yeah. And I'm so redneck that you couldn't even work on it anyways because uh, it's all my own little setups, you know. So, <laughs> but, homemade uh, wrenches and shit. Yep. That uh, I think that premier class had quite a showdown in it, didn't it? Yeah. Um, one I think John pretty much walked away the one ride and one and done in the premier class. I think John just what? put a smoker in. Was it? I don't know if it was the first round though. No, I think in the second round he came yeah. in with a, a smoke and ride. Logan had a ripper, and I didn't think it was going to get touched, and I was wrong. Yeah, you know, but uh, trying to yeah, the, the premier class ended up uh, John Kester, Logan Sapala, and then baby brother Cody Mason yep. coming in third with yep. uh, one of his best finishes. Yeah, good for him on the fuel bike. Yep, that was cool. Oh, that is his best finish. Is that his best finish? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Good for him. Well. That, Maybe in the premier class, but he's done well. He did. I, he's, I don't think he's he's done okay in the four fifty, but I don't think he's. He podiumed. He's never been on the podium, though. No. Yeah, I think he podiumed yeah. at um, Seven Springs, didn't he? Yeah, maybe he did at Seven Springs. You're I don't right. know if it was the extreme class, but I think he podiumed there, and I think he podiumed last year at uh, the Saturday race at Daytona. At well. Dayton. Yep. Okay. Yep. And I then, wish we were at Daytona. Yeah. Well, excuse me. Well, where are we going to find a hill in Daytona? <laughs> excuse Up me. Up the grandstands. <laughs> That's, I'm just dreaming. I'm, I'm a dreamer. Dude, I mean, <laughs> I mean, hill climbing is owned by Daytona the same company that owns enough. Daytona and NASCAR. So, right. Yep. The grandstands at Daytona are probably as high as White Rose. <laughs> Let's yeah. do it. I'm not even kidding you. And the, the banking's as a, steep as the first sector of White oh, Rose. You could easily have a hill climb up there. Put Let's some dirt on one of the bankings. Yeah. Have you guys ever seen that footage of that indoor hill climb? Yes. In that stadium? No. Up the scaffolding? No. Dude, it's the gnarliest shit uh, I've ever seen in my life. What, was that like Washington or Oregon? That was. I don't know where it was, but it, it's it a, was out west somewhere. Yeah, they built like scaffolding up the grandstands inside the stadium and put dirt on it and jumps. Oh my god! I don't think there was any jump. Well, maybe right at the bottom. It there was, was like a little roller. A roller, yeah, but it was like ten feet wide. Yeah, if you fell off the end, you fell like ten feet into the grandstands. That sounds like a Europe thing. That doesn't sound like out west. That sounds like Europe. 
No, it was everybody's on CR five hundreds with steel serious. paddles. It was in the eighties, I oh, believe. Yeah, oh, that, before lawyers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, gotcha. <laughs> Look it up, find it. I it's will, insane. Yeah. It's incredible, and they even did a verticross up it. Yeah, that father yeah. and son or whatever. Uh, and it didn't look that steep, but I, it, like uh, it hardly anybody steep. made the t- made it. Yeah, it was steep. Hmm. Again, videos doesn't do anything justice. No, no. Yeah, it would be cool though to get like, indoor hill climb series. You yeah. ever seen those like stadium snowboard jumps where they they drop in on scaffolding and they hit a man made, you know, it's all man made lip going into a big scaffolding landing. Oh yeah, it's like that, but going up it on oh, a dirt geez. bike, like Robbie Madison when he jumped up that building for New Year's that yeah. year. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of kind of about like that. That's cra- that was crazy. But he did. He don't have a half a mile run in at it. Yeah, well, that, <laughs> that ju- when Robbie Madison jumped up that building, I'm like, that's crazy. And then when he, I saw him, then he jumped off of it. I'm like, no, like no, <laughs> like that's crazy. Like you're just gonna bunny hop off that that huge building, like no. Yeah. Crazy dude. That dude's done a lot of crazy shit. Oh man. That's then finally the four fifty class there then at Freemansburg. John Kester, Logan Sapala, and Trey Hagstrom getting another third place at Freemansburg. Let me say Trey Trey likes that hill on the four fifty for sure. Two podiums. I don't know there. how old Trey is. Do you know? You can't be that old. Early I mean, everybody's younger than me, so between uh, twenty and twenty-three. Yeah, I f- I feel like he's gonna he's he'll step up in the next couple of years here and be a yeah. He, he's already pretty close there. He drives yeah. the wheels off I his think, bikes. I mean, he does. He, yeah. he just gives it all the time. Yep. I mean, I, that gas, that gas GSXR is just on the rev limiter the whole time. Mm-hmm. But it's not just that, like his body position, like he's attacking yeah. all the time. Like yeah, he's attacking. He, he knows, you know. It's yeah, he, like, he's a good rider. Yeah, no, I think good. it would come down to maybe some better equipment for him, and he would yep. he would dominate. Nobody does worse with better equipment. Man, just <laughs> it's but it's hard. I mean, yeah. yeah, it is. It's hard no matter what you got. Sometimes you get the good equipment, you got to have the big balls to go with it. So. Well, that's what kind of screwy like about the 450 class. You know, it's kind of meant to be a entry level class, but good luck really competing without sticking some serious. Yeah, some some of the guys in 450s motor. have like have as much in them 450 motors they have in a nitro bike. Yeah, no, I, I mean, it, and I, I mean, but what makes that the 450? You can go out and you can buy it. Yeah, you can buy all the stuff to put in that motor to make it fast. It's yeah. on the market. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's you know it's not just that. Like your suspension's got to be on point, like yep. everything. Like it. You know, yeah, I, I, I think suspension has a huge yeah. factor in that class yeah. for sure. Suspension's I mean, had a huge factor in the sport in general. Just you yeah. watch old videos, like on my dad road. Right. They were when they went to suspension finally, right? From <laughs> hardtails, they just like dad said when they wanted to put suspension on his mechanics. Like I got an old four fifty dirt bike out there. We'll just take the shocks off of that, right? Well, and I, that's what he had. If I've ever had a great commercial for Mueller Motorsports, I'm about 215 pounds, 220 pounds. I got a 13 450, which is old as dirt. I got to replace it. And I'm still, I can still top 10 in that class. I mean, yeah. it, it's what's kind of nice is Kirk got that thing just making, just, we went only torque. We just tried to get all the torque we could huge flywheel weight, just did everything we could to get that thing just to launch. 
And um, for an older, heavy guy, like you can compete. Like I'm not going to beat Bodie and JFK and Logan and everybody, but man, you can get in there and really compete. And I've had that bike for years, you know, it's like, so yeah, you invest some money into it, but man, once you've got one that runs, they, they stay there. I mean, it's Phil just won the 450 was that. Those are one of the white roses. White rose, you know, and I mean, the same thing. He, he doesn't have a 2021. I mean, it's, that's no, kind of cool, like, you know. It's like. His is a, a 2012, I think. It's Jason Smith's old 450. Great. But that's what's kind of fun. Like, you, you can, you know, if you really want to be the top, top, top every weekend, you got to you gotta go every two, three years and up, upgrade and make yep. it, you know, have the best. But, you know, my bike's old. And when you look at the money you've put into it over the years, you know, it's not terrible, you know, but. You have to do it. You have to put the no. money into that motor. Yeah. Otherwise, don't and you don't have to. But if you want to get in the top tens, unless mm-hmm. you are just like pro level Josh Hill rider, you have to have yeah Ryan Sipes. Ryan Sipes. Yeah. Ryan Sipes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Let's say this: you either got to have thousands of hours on a bike with lots of talent. No. Yeah. Or, or you can be a beer drinker and you know yeah. over two hundred pounds and have a really yeah. good motor. <laughs> because uh, didn't that KTM you was riding at the Bay City was bone stock, wasn't it? It had uh, besides the pipe that had um, Logan Mead suspension on it and suspension. Yeah, yeah, but the motor was the motor was untouched. Yeah, I, I don't know that, but I know it didn't have the stock suspension, which that's a big deal, boy. I mean, yeah, well, you, you can't stretch a bike out and run stock suspension. You're just no. going to be too soft. Yeah. yeah You'll no. pogo right off of it. Yeah, yeah, I know. But I mean, yeah, but Ryan Sipes, one of the best riders that's ever sat on a motorcycle. I mean, good. Yeah, right. I mean, what can no, I, I love them crossover guys coming in and so cool and so doing cool. good. I wish more of them would get on fuel bikes like Josh did. Great. Yep. Yep. Nope. That that was really well, cool, man. Big Hill Jam. We've seen a little bit of a mix up there. Yeah. Yeah. We, that was. Are we to that point yet? Was that? Are we yeah, to well, that section yet? We'll be getting there. Let's do. Uh, well, let's finish off the AMA stuff so we can get the Big Hill Jam because that is probably one of the biggest things that's happened in the sport. Oh. You think? In the last 10 years, man. <laughs> you think? God. So let, let's finish up. Let's get the Devil's Staircase. Talk a little bit of that. Uh, Joel, you were the only one of us that was actually there. But let's go with the, uh, the finishes here. The Twins class. Logan Sapala, Nate Preeb, and Bodie O'Neill. Another District 23 sweep in the Twins class. Nate, he's in a... When he comes a race, you know he's going to be in the top somewhere. The kid's I, fast. I can't confirm it, but I heard rumors that the whole day Nathan was in the wrong gear. In the wrong gear, <laughs> like riding gear or the gear on the bike, uh, no, like transmission. Uh, <laughs> yeah. like fast. I mean, holy he, crap, he is fast. And, uh, that bike yeah. is uh, legit. So, um, was that Peterson's? That was uh, Dave Perigo's. Oh, he was on Perigo's yep. bike, Mueller built the, the new one, full oh. custom bike. That thing is a rocket yep, yep. ship. Yep, yeah, yep. Must have got some things figured out on that thing. Yeah. Because it didn't seem like it was running right at the first two rounds with John Henderson. Well, I mean, who whoever builds a bike from scratch and it just comes out and works perfect. You know? Yeah. Right. I mean, 
That whole that, frame. It doesn't happen much. That whole I bike, get that, but Bodie's came out of the box pretty Yeah, Bodie's came out smoking. Well, I happen to know that there's been a guy engineering Bodie's bike for five years that spent thousands of dollars to figure out how to make one of those run. Okay. Then, yeah. If it wasn't for that guy, you would have had 70 horse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that, uh, that 1190, I mean, you're talking a bike. I mean, I don't know of anybody that's actually dynoed one and actually been able to dyno tune it, you know? Because, like, you look at all of them and they'll have nitrous or something else on them. But yeah, I, I'm pretty sure that might be the first one that someone actually dyno tuned the bike, you know, because they're just so crazy. They're so hard to make work. They're all the electronics on them is nuts, you know. Oh, it, it was murder building one of those things. Yeah. Phil built that one. Yeah. Taking everything out you don't need that they have on there. But, I mean, and I'm, I'm not taking anything away from from Bodie. I mean, hats off to him, but I mean that a hell of a rider, but that, oh again, God, having... Bodie is unbelievable, but that, that, that bike is basically, if you look at it, it's my bike, you know, it's like, yeah, Kirk built it. He's, he's the one if, if I, I couldn't even race without Kirk and he's the one that figured out mine and that Bodie's got the same 990 with uh, all the race components, you know, mm-hmm. but you know, you put a really fast rider that can know, knows how to work a bike on those. It, yeah, that's what it shows. They, they go. Oh, yeah. Bodie had a <laughs> had a hell of a season. I think he ended up top four in points and missed a race. Yeah, no, uh, that's. But he podiumed every race he was at. So, yep. oh yeah, no, that kid's got. He's got it, man. That's something to watch. That's cool. Yep. Mm-hmm. And now Dayton will move on to the four fifty class. Logan Sapala, again, it just he dominates on the four fifty, and the twins that Buell is really hard to beat. And then Bodie O'Neill with a second and twins. And then Max Skeens from West Virginia coming in there with a third. So the two youngest riders on the tour, both still in high school. Right. I like podiums. Max ride too. That, that Max is a rider. I, yeah, he's I, a good rider. I, I like watching him ride. I, I, yeah. He's a fun kid to watch. What twin was he on? No, and that was in the 450 class. That's oh, 450. Oh, sorry. 450. Yeah. Yeah. So um, did they, did they knock down the gap? Like I thought I heard. Yeah. I mean the hill, it was. The I gap. think it was wet. Like no one could really even, even attempted the jump. It seemed to me like they almost filled in that gap a little bit. I don't know if it was necessarily closer. And then before like the lander, it was way more abrupt where they, mm-hmm. they lessened the land angle. So if you came up short, it was way easier to soak it in or whatever. Mm-hmm. But then the uh, the launch, there just wasn't a good lip to lift you to that to the lander. You know, like mm-hmm. they either needed to, the, I think they took some of the angle off the jump and it made it, it made it way safer. But um, I like for someone like me, like I'm not a jump guy. Like I never motoed and yeah. you know, I'm not a big, I don't like, that kind of jump for me, that was a perfect hill. Like it was awesome because mm-hmm. you could just send it as hard as you wanted. And however you turned out, you were going to ride out of it for most, most parts where before mm-hmm. when it had that lip on there, you know, if you sent it super hard, you were going to case so hard. Cause you were yeah. instead of flying forward, you were kind of coming down or whatever. Brutal. And um, I don't know if it was better for the crowd. I, I kind of, I mean, as much as I don't want, to have that huge lipped out just your butt puckered the whole time you go off of it man it's better for the crowd 
Yeah, uh, well, like the crowd likes seeing that that big jump and the guys with the big balls that go across it. But they, mm-hmm. John still sent it, and John got yeah. it. It was the biggest cheer I heard all day when he did land it. You know, yeah. And um, it took it, it took that horsepower because you were just going straight. You weren't going up. You were just jumping straight. You know. Okay. So you had so you, you have, didn't get any lift. You just you kept it the same plane. Yeah, you just had to be going hella fast. You know, and he was. When that brings in, John wins it, Logan second, and then Nate Preeb in the wrong gear apparently comes in third on the <laughs> premier class. And what was he riding in the premier class? Was he on the 1190 or was yep. he on the Yamaha? Yep, he he was going to ride as Big Boar, his brother's Big Boar, but he ended up just riding the 1190 at both. Okay. Yeah. And was Tyler there? Huh? Was Cardwell at, yep. at uh, yep. Devil's Staircase? He was there, oh, and really? I think he was... I, now I remember. I think he was going to ride Dave's nitro bike, mm-hmm. and because at Columbus they took the motor out of it and they put a new motor in it, and then I think like they had a spacer that came out, and there was something with a spark plug or something I heard. But then um, I think he rode it one run; it didn't run, and then he came back the second round. I think he rode his twin in the second round. Okay, I think he did pretty good in the. Did he top five? I think he. I don't. I don't. I just wrote down the top threes. I think he had fifth in the twins, Cardwell, because I think Kirk got fourth. Yeah. And then I think. Yeah, I think he had fifth in the twins. And he he rode good, and he came back. You know, he had a really bad like. I think it was a hand injury. He did not ride much this year. Another another great guy. I mean, he is such a good dude and a great rider. I mean, he is. Yeah. What? That's another great family too. That's climbing up all those. Yep. Totally. The, it's kind of too bad because one of my heroes is their oldest brother, Sean. And, and he's stuck in Canada. No, that's Austin. Oh, that's Austin, okay. Sean's yeah. the one that wrecked his knee at Pogues a few years back. Okay. Yeah. And uh, I got one of my, you know, like everybody's got that one ride they remember. Where one of the ones I got is at the Big Sky Challenge in the, in the championship uh, showdown. At the end of the day, I saw Sean ride that. 1190 on nitrous like it was a flipping 125 because he's just a big boy and i think he had like that big 21 inch dominator paddle on that thing and i mean that guy can ride that bike but i unfortunately i think his knee is he he's had like several injuries on it i think it might be too bad where he can i don't know if he can come back or not but okay another just awesome guy but that twins class would be happy to have him like it would be he would be a super fun guy in that yeah. twins class because He's like a hoss. I mean, that guy just, he just pick that bike up and throw it. You know, it's like he's got power. You know, it's like, it's fun to watch people like that do things that aren't supposed to happen on an open bike. It's fun, you know? So it'd be cool if if he, if he could get back and come out East, that'd be so fun if him and his brother could could do that. Yeah. Well, I'm hoping more West coast guys come out East. I think everybody has, has had a good time and, and liked it. Right. So hopefully more, make the trek just gotta put some money in their pockets to get them here it's just such a drive too you know well, like if you're in california to come to pennsylvania damn, it's not that's... it doesn't pay you to drive all the way you'd have to you'd have to do it like jeff thomas did it and watson did in the early 2000s where they built bikes and kept at smith's house and 
Utah for the West Coast stuff and had their East Coast bikes and just flew back and forth. Right. Yep. And I mean, yeah. Unfortunately, it's just there's so many racing. There's all the different series and everything. It's yep. just, yeah. Yeah. We overlap sometimes. Yeah. And, it's a bummer because you can't do them all. I mean, you just you can't write. No. You can't rate out right or race all four series for points. It's impossible. You know. No. So. Well, let's go into our our champs on the AMA side. Logan Sapala takes the twins in the four fifties, and Colby, I, you might know better. This is should be Logan's fifth with those two, because he won four fifty and Premier last year. In twenty nineteen, he won the four fifty and he won these two, so that should be number five. For I think him. it's five. Yep, I think that's right. You're probably right. Five, five for AMA. Yep. And then John Flying Kessler taking his 11th AMA Pro Hill Climb Championship, surpassing the legend, the King Earl Bowlby yep. on but championships. But again, that's, we got to put an asterisk beside I, I, that one. Got to put the asterisk beside that one. Earl doesn't count either one of those. So Logan's technically got maybe three championships. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, you only get one a year. <laughs> yeah, you can only win one a year to technically beat Earl's record. So you have to win yeah. one class ten times. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and John might still surpass him. We'll see. To to truly beat Lo- to truly beat Earl's record, you have to win one single class ten times. Yep, it's the only way we can consider right. that record beat. But also have to play that he's won eleven national titles. Well, I wonder if awesome. you asked Earl about the twins class, if you would think it's like brothers and sisters racing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I have to ask him. He didn't understand why we wanted to do a twins class and not have two nitro classes. <laughs> and he doesn't understand the 450 class at all. He's like, right. why do you have dirt bikes in an amateur class? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I love, uh, love that guy. I mean, what a, what a legend, you know. Yeah, Earl, Just, Earl was so cool. Man, it'd be so cool to yeah. read the stories if there was somebody that like, could journal what yep. he was doing. Because to travel the country back then, I mean, yeah, oh. just to travel to go camping was a, an adventure. <laughs> to travel the country and race, I mean, yep. wow, that is cool, you know. Yep, just just load up your El Camino and decide I'm going to drive to Utah to race the Widowmaker or go out to California and race. Right, no, yeah. no cell phone, no credit cards, mm-hmm. just you and the open road and whatever you got for cash yep. in your pocket, you know. And Earl's probably the one name in hill climbing, other than like Carrie Peterson, that you could mention in any hill climb circle. And then I know that guy. <laughs> I've heard of him. Right. But yeah, I think we can't really call Earl's record broke until someone wins one class 10 times. Right. Okay. All right. Well, we'll go with That's that. We're still going to give John credit for his 11 wins, 11 championships. Not to take anything away from John. but Nope. He still won 11 championships. They just weren't one single class. You got to respect what Earl has done. Yep. Oh, for sure. And I really don't know if anybody's going to have a longevity of a career that Earl had. Right. I hope so. John will have to be racing until he's 60 years old. <laughs> and win a championship when he's 60. Yeah. For it to be legit. <laughs> but, I mean, Earl rode for 35 years. Wow, that's awesome. That's so just cool. as he kind of had a late start, a pro. Too, though, right? Yeah. Did he ever And he was in his chair? 30s when he started. Wow. That's cool. 
But again, different era bikes weren't anywhere as fast. You're not riding into your sixties on what we have now. Oh, hey, come on now. Yeah, you're, re- Maybe. you're retired with an open face helmet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, I don't know. Phil Phil might make it into his sixties. You know, you say that, but I don't know if you know Logan's dad, Todd. He we were at some race this year and he's like, oh, I'll just load up the Harley, Luke's old Harley. And he went oh, down New to Alm. New Alm. Yeah. And I think he won every damn class he entered and the King of the Hill. I mean <laughs> I unfortunately wasn't at that race, but I heard it was quite the epic showing that he just made embarrassed everybody. Yeah, well Todd. Todd's Todd's another Iron Man, so you, you can't he's, under, he's awesome. You can't count Sapalas as, as human when it comes to hill climbing. Well what's cool <laughs> is like Todd didn't grow up when he was four riding dirt bikes. He didn't start till he was later in life, yeah. you know. And uh just got that passion and just you know, all those guys, it all derives from the drive. Like, you know. Yeah, he had the know? drive. and God, I, I remember like the nicest- being a little little shit at the races growing up, you know, on a 50 and then up into the 80s and stuff. And, you know, you kind of, when you're at that age, you kind of only care about your ride, you know, and then you're off fucking around playing in the river or playing in the woods, you know. Like, yep. you don't really care to watch the rest of the race. But I remember being a kid and they would, you know, say – Todd Sapala is coming up or whatever. And I would actually run back to the hill to watch that because you knew it was going to be something special oh, yeah. every time, you know, it's yep. like, Oh, it's Todd Sapala. Got to watch him. I'm going to tell you right now, if you're walking by and you hear that triple winding up and you don't yes. stop and watch, yes. you are not lose my phone number. Cause I mean, I mean it's a freaking a triple leaving the line is unbelievable. I mean, that so thing cool. was nasty. Yeah. God, the way he rode that triple. Yep. What do you have the old Kawasaki triples? Yep. Yeah. All oh, those things are just wicked. Oh God. Yeah. The only thing they're good for is he'll climb a drag race. Can't ride them on the fucking street. Uh, Kirk <laughs> had one for years, you know, and uh, he was at oh, Bay yeah. City, and he left the line, and the throttle stuck wide open. And he's like, well, might as well just try to ride it out, I guess. So he just he <laughs> rode the whole hill wide open and then just pulled the clutch over over the top and pulled the tilt <laughs> yeah. switch. And I'm like, no way would I do that on one of those damn bikes. They're a mile wide and just crazy, you know? Yeah. There was a couple of them. Uh, what was it? Kurt Kester rode one, too. Mm-hmm. And then there was that Randy, uh, Randy, Randy what a nut job, that guy. (laughs) Holy cow. Looking at him, you know, he'd be like, this guy has no business being on a motorcycle. And then he'd ride that thing just balls to the walls every time. Well, the other parts flying off it. I like watching the old videos, you know, the amateur videos and see some of the stuff these guys showed up to and rode. It's like, you're going to ride that? Another, I mean, there's (laughs) several triple heroes. My buddy Jason Northup still rides a triple. And then Lloyd Haas from Illinois, that guy knew how to ride a triple. Again, when I talked about a Haas, that's who I'm talking about. Because, <laughs> like, the one time he was in the long, wrong line and he just picked it, he was sitting on it, flipping triple, <laughs> and he just picked it up and put it in the line next to him. And I'm like, oh. I, I couldn't do that with my 85, and you just did that with the triple. I mean, and that, that guy can ride. Lloyd was there. Oh man. Could he still, I mean, to this day, he can still ride. Just one of the coolest guys, you know, but that's that, awesome. That's fun. Growing up hill climbing. It's just those memories of watching those guys. Uh, a guy that passed away. I think it was, I'm pretty sure it was, um, Dean Gertis's brother was on one and there was a big V on that third face. 
at Bay City, and he was going towards it. He had to lift his he lifted his feet up like he was going to do a hill clicker. Boom! Took dirt out on both sides, and then kept on going. I'm like <laughs> nuts. You know, that's that's what you get in the '80s. Yeah. You know, in the '90s, that's what it was racing. You know. Yeah. Yeah, that and um, got a brain fart in the name here, but that other uh, Chuck. Chuck Fryer? Uh, no, on the Harley. Chuck Neinfeld. Yeah. Oh, man. God, was that another guy to watch? That, before, that was a sender before anybody called anybody a sender. <laughs> yes, dude. That dude <laughs> sent it. I mean, the, he's the... jeans and a leather jacket and just sending it. Unreal. I think I've seen a bunch he... of his videos uh, from uh, Luke Permitter had some yep. of the videos out and stuff with him sure. running. Was this a, yeah, like a brown leather jacket and either. jeans? And yep. I think he just wore like work boots. And it's like old school helmet from like the 80s. Yep. <laughs> he, he's a motorcycle mechanic and they had a, like, I think it was a Harley shop or whatever. And that thing had some work done to it. I think he called it the Snortster or something like that. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I remember growing up, like to start it, he had ginormous batteries like in the trunk of his car that he couldn't even like lift i don't know if they have a forklift or what they were and, like he'd have to go over to his car hook it up to this what up frankenstein boop, 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 start it and go up it was like dang <laughs> those harleys there's something else i don't know i think it was probably freaking 2500 cc's or something who knows you know oh jesus yeah oh yeah, yeah that was the the best looking one on the circuit back then oh, yeah. too they're all kind of ratty for the most part and then chuck had like the showroom sportster that was just nice I've, I've never claimed to be a strong man but before todd kind of stopped racing every weekend or whatever his last harley i helped him push it in the line at base city and i mean i don't know how he rode that thing it was so twisted up because you know he had kids riding so his bike got no maintenance but i mm-hmm. grabbed the clutch and i thought it was broke like I went to squeeze it and it, it didn't move. And I'm like, Oh man, like I got to tell him like something's wrong or whatever. And then I put three fingers on it and I'm like, no, it's not stuck. And then I put four fingers on it and as hard as I could, I pulled it and I'm like, that can't be right. Right. So I grabbed Todd. I'm like, Hey, check this. Is this okay? And he comes over there, shooting out with two fingers and squeezes it. And he's like, yeah, it's great. I'm like, Todd, no, no, that's not great. <laughs> uh, when men were men. <laughs> oh, God. oh, hell. Yep. What a beast. Yep. Well, Don't get uh, me going on the old days. We'll be here all night. Oh, yeah. Hey, that's yeah. what this show's about, man. Get on these old days and stuff and just talk. <laughs> awesome so i love to get these midwest guys and you guys tell all these stories from the the midwest heroes and stuff them guys are some of the best hill climbers come out of that era so yeah let's move over to uh naha they did their rounds two and three they only had three runs for naha and they're both in grace idaho let's go round two from naha grace idaho 450 cc pro class now i'm gonna butcher some of these names because there's only one on these lists that I even know. So we got Jake Ansett takes the win at round two in the 450 class. Bronson. Fioni. Or Fioni. Fioni. Is that how you spell it? Fioni. I know I can't say it. I'm buds with them too. Bronson's the man. 
<laughs> you know, I, no, I can't say it either. Then, then, I, I can say it in my head, but I can't say it. <laughs> yeah. I, I tried to write it down, but I can't. Uh, my handwriting's horrible. I can't read my own handwriting. So Bronson, I like, made sure I smelled it right. All you need to know is Bronson's a writer. That dude. Anoni, yeah, yeah, I've seen his name come up quite a bit here. Yeah, he's a writer, and then, boy. And, and then I, Ryan Gallegos? Gallegos. Gallegos? Yep. Yeah. And that, another unbelievably talented mm-hmm. writer and super cool dude. Both of those guys. All uh, Yep. I can't. We'll move on to the, uh, the 450 class, Carson Lloyd. Yep. And I, think I don't know Carson. Like, I've I've heard of him and seen he's I've usually never met up there him, pretty but decent. Doesn't his family own that land? I think it was the Lloyds that, that put that on or owned the property. I've never met him, sure. but I, 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 that's what I heard. And I heard he's, he just shreds that hill. And then Jake Ansett taking second. And then Ryan Gallegos again in third. And the open X, the GOAT takes the win, Travis Whitlock. Yeah. I'm sure that would have been a hell of a ride to see. That was a... From what I was saying, that Grace Idaho is like a mini Widowmaker, so it's probably like travels just at home on that style hill. It looked super fun. That hill looked awesome. Yeah, it, it looked like Travis's style hill. Just sagebrush, nasty, mm-hmm. cut your own path. And Peyton Ramirez? I don't know if it's Ramirez or Ramirez. Not sure. Not sure. R-E-I-M-E-R-S. So. Dang it! I feel bad. I I, I don't. Know. I, I feel bad too. It's it's hard when you do these Naha stuff because we don't. Uh, I know I don't know a lot of these guys. I only know you know some of the top guys that I've met through the show and have been in the tops for a while. Well, if they're podium on Naha, they're one of the top guys. Yeah, yeah. If they're podium <laughs> on Naha, they're definitely a top guy. It's uh, <laughs> it, it's hard to qualify for a Naha event. Oh, for sure. And then. Austin Miller, that's a name I think I've heard here and there, but I'm not sure if I've ever Is that really Austin seen him Miller? ride much. Austin Miller. That is it. Nine nine nine. We're guy to the series. Yeah, I was gonna say nine nine nine. Yeah, I don't. I, thought, I don't remember I what the number was. Austin. I feel bad. I follow him on Instagram and I, I talked to him all the time. But is it Austin Miller? That's, what, that's what I had on the. I thought it was Mason Miller, isn't it? Ma- no, there was a, there's a Mason Miller that. We have on day two. Okay. Let me get Travis's emails here and pull it up. Mm-hmm. And we'll just make sure that I didn't write it down wrong and skip a name here somewhere. And get this right. Give people their credit when they finish on the podiums. I, I feel awful because I'm, I'm the worst with names. and I Oh, I'm, I'm horrible. I'm horrible I, pronouncing I, names. I don't talk to many people. I just, I'm working on my bikes and looking at the hill. I don't, so I, <laughs> I, I feel awful. I don't, I, I wish I talked to more people. But I'm pretty sure it's Mason that's 999, and that dude's just been crushing it. He's been riding really yeah. good. I do have a Mason You're Miller right, for Joel. sure here from And he did kill it. Day oh, two. Man. He just, yeah. yeah, it's been fun to watch him just get better and better. I think he got really hurt at Motor Climb in Bay City a few years ago. I think he had like a neck injury. Oh, yeah. Is that him that endowed off the, the first jump? I thought it was. Well, I'm sorry, Mason, if it wasn't it you. But I thought that he got really injured there and. Ever since then, he just came out swinging after that. Super pumped to see that. Good kid. That was a gnarly crash that happened right yeah. in front of me, too. Yep. I was just like, oh, shit. Yep. Nope, it's an Austin Miller, number 257. Okay, sorry. Sorry, Austin. So it is Austin Miller, 257, and then Jake on that day took fourth. All right. 
Austin, so hate mails, uh, Joel Faldi at yahoo.com. I owe you a 30 rack. I'm sorry, dude. I, my apologies, man. Good ride. Uh, so let's move to round three again. Grace, Idaho. Uh, same weekend, I guess they did a double header. Uh, 450 Pro, Tyler Cardwell, Ryan Gallegos, and Jake Anset. And Jake, you kind of see him in the top three almost every week on that 450, for sure. Yeah. It'd be surprising not to see him there. Yeah. Well, again, Jake's phenomenal rider. We're at Supercross, Arena Cross, and then gets on the Peterson bike, so... That's just a, a combination for success right there. Uh, 451 to 700, Carson Lloyd again, Jake Ansett, and Noah Shaver. All names I've heard before. Mm-hmm. And then Open X is Mason Miller takes the win. Okay, that's what I saw. Yep, I'm sorry. Yeah. And Jake Ansett, and then Travis took a third. You must not have any women's results on there, but I'm pretty sure. I'm uh, pretty sure Molly probably won that. I think Molly dominated that too. I think yeah. I've seen something. Well, I'm gonna. I didn't have the women's results from the races, but I do have the the finals in all the Naha classes, their youth classes, and their pro classes. Yeah. Um. You got Jake Anset taking all four pro pro class championships for Naha. Uh, the X climb, the Open 451 to 700 and 450. Um, so was it just Columbus and that there was just two events and they did a double header there? Is that yeah. what they did for the series? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. They only had three. That's all I had. Okay. So we had that. And then in the zero to 70 CC class, Nitro Mud youth team rider, Kale Whitcomb takes a championship. Good for Kale. And we got, we'll get a top three for this. On we'll go, yeah, he is. With- Kale, that, the like fucking mullet man style. God, they did. He did. I forget what it was, and they. Uh, Sean posted like, a picture, and I said, "You know, he looks like Damon Bradshaw from the day." Yeah, and Sean does like, like the, a a, the a photo edit, a photo edit of him with a Bradshaw, you know, gear and paint scheme on his bike, and I was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." Told you. <laughs> hey, yeah! Uh, shout out to Daryl. They're. Uh, his, uh, Kale's grandpa. I hope he's doing better too. I know he was real sick for a while. I haven't, yeah. Heard, yeah. I haven't heard anything, but boy, one hell of a dude. I hope that uh, he's yeah. doing better. Yeah, yeah. I haven't that heard anything. Awesome. Haven't seen anything to said anything. You know, got any worse? So I, I don't know. I just I, the dude just works his ass off yeah. for that. Fa- I, I mean, I, I know at the nationals that Sean was saying, you know, mom and dad both had COVID, and right, dad was doing pretty bad with it. Dude's such a good guy, and I don't know how many bikes he's built for those kids, but that's awesome. I mean, holy crap. Yeah. You yeah. you build all those bikes for your kids. Uh, my hat's off to you, buddy. Yeah. And that's just to build oh, yeah. one bike for your kids. That's, uh, I mean, that's cool. I mean, it's really cool. Yeah. So I'm trying to figure out how to come with the money to build bikes for my kids. To, they want to all start riding. And they all had to decide it at the same time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, so second in the zero to seventy CC crash is Dax Holbrook, and rounding out the top three in points is another youth team rider, Logan Blankenship. Cool. Who was also the uh, mini junior national champion for AMA. His first AMA race, and he wins a national title. That's cool. 
I think uh, Slade Emery ended up winning another Slade title em- somewhere too. Yeah, he won some arena cross title or something. Nice. Maybe that too. Yeah. There's another hill climb one though. I think he won their, their district title of- there. Yeah. And then the 71 to 90 CC class, like Naha has some really strange youth class uh, levels there. I suppose that'd be 85 though, you know. Yeah, and be like everybody's on 85s. Yeah. Uh, Max Greisler. Greisler, uh, dang it, that's his dad. Greisler, Greisler. Dang it, I can't. I always say their names in my head, but yeah, I, I I told you I'm gonna butcher some of these names. Geisler, I, I believe it's Geisler. I'm sorry. This next one's pretty easy. It's a very short first name and really long last name. AJ Christopherson. Like Christopher first name, son, Christopherson. I'm just gonna say you nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> and then rounding out third to be Kale Whitcomb. And then the women's pro, again, Molly Waddell. And I knew Molly was fast seeing stuff of her out there. Really didn't know she was as young as she was till I met her at yeah. Bay City. And I really wish she would have signed up and rode the 450 class at the AMA Nationals. Yeah. Because the ride she put in the women's class on day one would have placed her in the top four, top five in the 450 class on day two. I mean, I, I really think, like, in our sport, like, there's going to be a, a woman – or a girl, I mean, a young girl or a woman mm-hmm. that is going to do it and get really good. And yeah. it's going to make a good positive light for hill climbing because, mm-hmm. man, it's, I've seen some girls that can, I mean, like you take someone like Vicky Golden. I mean, yeah. that woman is just, she can, she can ride a bike. And yeah. if she yeah. ever wanted to, like, she's going to come and nobody's going to know that. I mean, <laughs> they're so talented and, you have the availability. Yeah. I just, I feel like there's something there. I remember, you know, like I got two little girls and man, I just hope they want to ride. I hope they want to race because it's there where they could be. No, the it, most, it's, they could be the most, it's there. Yeah, I mean, they, they could be somebody that is the most popular yep. climber we've ever had, you know, just because it would, I think just unfortunately, just that aspect of female rides that we've had, especially in the AMA side running the pro stuff, like, they are just because their girls are some of the most popular. Molly Carbon was probably one of the most popular riders when she was there. Right. I mean, All the just, young girls loved her. Yeah, I just, I and, mean. I, and I, she I, had her good days. She did really well. Right. Like, my mom is a unbelievable woman. She can do anything. I mean, she taught me yeah. how to smooth a golf ball. Like, she's an athlete. You know, <laughs> it's like, it just, poor, I feel so bad, but women have just got left behind years ago. Yeah. And now they're, it's finally getting caught up and it's like, they're e- there's, there's everybody's equals now. It doesn't matter yeah. when you're a little boy or a little girl, you get to do whatever the heck you want to do, you know? Exactly. And it's like, finally, finally, we've got to this point yeah. where it doesn't matter. Like you don't have yep. to, you can do anything you want to do. And, and I do- never understood that, that gender thing because girls can do anything a guy can do, but guys can't do the one thing that a woman can do. <laughs> right. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it just guys can't do everything a woman can do, but a woman can do everything a guy can do. I hope that when I'm, it comes down to, I hope that I'm alive that when I'm at pro races and there's some girls just ripping, I mean, that's, yeah. I would love that. I would, and I would love to some... see just a bunch of girls come in that have put the time in and that can just rip yep. dirt bikes. Cause they can do it, and it would be really fun to watch, you know? And there's some fast female hill climbers around mm. that are really fast. Yeah, like, I, 
Like growing up, I didn't think it was weird that girls hill climb because Bobby Sapala, yeah. <laughs> she was just as fast <laughs> as anybody else. You know? Exactly. And, and, and in fact, faster than just about everybody. <laughs> yeah. And then all yeah. of a sudden, you know, 15 years later, they have a women's class and it's like, yeah, yeah. Why? Like when, <laughs> why, why, do you, why do you need to have a women's yeah. class? There? Yeah. When the original girls in the sport, there wasn't a women's class. They competed in their class, everybody else. And Bobby was yeah. kicking everybody's ass in the 125 class. And, <laughs> oh, she's awesome. That, that, and, she, and Kathy was, Templeton out. Oh, yeah. And, yep. Yep. Nope. For sure. Uh, lots of women. Uh, and then just, you have, uh, you have Casey out there. Yep. Casey Wood. That she can show up and win. Yep. My, my wife, Hill climbed and she loved it. And then, you know, unfortunately it's a sad story, but for a lot of women, when they start having kids, it's just hard. And yep. it's just, well, you, emotional you have to thing. take that. I, mm-hmm. I feel so bad, you know, that, that she had to give that part, but hopefully she'll get back at it here soon. I'd try well, and that's one thing that so. the girls, they, they, do that and they raise their family and then give their family gets into it. So, yep. No, it's fun. I, I, I hope that I see the day. So I, I do too. I, I'd love to see it. And I think in all honesty, there will one day be a woman win a, a title in one of the series yep. in, in a main pro series. It's not a woman's class. I think I saw a girl that could have, if she would have wanted to and Colby, do you remember Jessica Preeb? <laughs> yeah <laughs> that girl could well, ride. i've heard that name and i've seen her ride that girl could ride a dirt bike like it was <laughs> impressive i mean obviously well, i mean she's she's a preeb so obviously but i mean <laughs> i, I haven't seen a preeb I mean, that hasn't that isn't good on a dirt bike <laughs> and all all the girls that I've, yeah. I've raced with and against have but i mean I, I, that's just yeah. one girl where i think like unfortunately you know when you come to racing and i don't have it but some people are just born with something where they have yeah. that athletic ability, you know? Didn't yeah. Jesse just do she, she really was born well with, at that Ironman? What was that? Didn't Jesse just do really well at that Ironman? I don't, I guess I don't know. I I, I don't know. Probably. I'm pretty sure she was there. Yeah. <laughs> what, the Ironman GNCC? Yeah, I know. Yeah. A bunch of them went down there, and um, I know Nathan did really good. He finished, I think he got fifth or something like that in his discipline. And, I mean, really good. And Aaron, in his class? Yeah, Aaron had the whole shot, but he, I think he uh, his throttle got yeah. messed up and he had a mechanical. So You're doing that GNCC, that's a whole nother level of in shape. Yeah. That, those, I, I swear, like, those prebs, like, when they're about two, they start doing two-hour motos. It's freaking nuts. <laughs> just crazy how they can do that crap, you know? Yeah, that, them yeah. GNC and Enduro guys are just a whole different level of in shape of any athlete out there like yeah. to do that. Every one of them. Yeah, I feel like Nate might be at a disadvantage a little bit. Oh, with, that. with Woods riding his height, I think he's at a real disadvantage. Yeah. With how short he is, he can't touch the ground. No. Going through slow sections where he rocks or something where you got to get your feet down. <laughs> yeah. I don't think Nathan's ever at a disadvantage. <laughs> well, I mean, it, it's got to be hard though when you're standing up and you're still sitting on the seat. Dude, he, we're, we go rip the sand track and he goes around the sweeper. He just stands up and goes around the sweeper, and I'm like, that's not fair. Like, you can't just, you know, it, for him to yeah, stand. Yeah, but when up, he stands up, he's not far off the seat. That's it. He's when he stands up, he's like an inch and a half off the seat. I stand up and I'm like four inches off the seat. I gotta, I gotta put a foot down because I think I'm gonna wash out. <laughs> all those guys uh it's not by accident that they're all good they all work no. so hard all yeah, they they, they ride family. all the time I, yeah. I see nate's always on a bike and running a motocross or but something they're just all and they're such great people and they're so fun to mm-hmm. race with and just it's so fun to see good people do well you know so yeah good for them all of them that's just cool no. all right let, let's get into the moto climb and 
the Big Hill Jam. Wow. Well, we've been waiting to hear about the only one of us there. W- what was it like to be there with all of those industry guys that were part of Supercross and Motocross and just deep in the moto industry and were these lonely hill climb guys that right. get the short end of the stick from this industry? And honestly, like, I'm not the best opinion to have about the place or whatever because I just mm-hmm. not, I'm just I'm just a fan or whatever. Yeah, but I'll sum it up. You know, like I could talk about it all night, but the you know lots of nerves you get there, and wow, did they put so much work into that property? I mean, it was really cool. Like Josh and his dad and his his brother and his girlfriend, their family, they worked their asses off, and they made an unbelievable spread. I mean, it was the the mini track was cool. The I mean, he had that huge two hundred foot jump. He had the practice, the 450 qualifying hill, and then the side by side and the 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 um, open, the open hill. hill, and it was really neat. Like you could see that he specifically did it so that there was parts that were an advantage to be extended, and then there was parts where it was no advantage or you didn't want to be extended on both hills. And okay, in my opinion, I thought he nailed it for like. How a good mix. He, yeah. Because really what it was is how he nailed it was, you know, that Col- Colby Raha, Ryan Sipes, Stank Dog, Tyler Beer- Beerman, Tom Parsons, Wanky, Ronnie Mack, I mean, and Josh and his brother. What he did was he, he tried to handcuff. They're so talented. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it it's so fun to watch somebody that is an expert at something, right? Yeah. And someone that makes their living doing this. Oh, it's cool. That's... And then like um the the well, the very first Luke drew like number one on the hill for the qualifying hill. And it was they had a really cool they had a uh Matt had helped a bunch, he must have, and they had, had mm-hmm. it was flagged really good. They had all the really cool IRC fencing up to really it was a professional event. They had monster banners, they had a huge a backdrop for awards. I mean, it was really cool. But where we started, you were a little bit up and the crowd was kind of right on you for the whole shot for the qualifier. Okay. And you came out, there was a little, like, you could try to, like, wheelie stutter or just wheelie through it, a turn. And then there was, like, a little tiny, like, mini road gap that was, like, maybe, like, 10 feet or whatever, not even. And then there was about a 80-foot drive. And then there was a serious road gap. Like drive a truck through the freaking road, and okay. it was just a gnarly edge that you had to jump over, right? So I'm walking it, and I'm thinking, I hope that nobody makes this. You know, like that's that's what I'm hoping. I just want to ride. I want I don't want to jump this at all. And uh, flipping Luke, I'm sitting there at the bottom because I drew a little bit early, and Josh is right there. And oh, Ronnie Matt goes first, and he okay. rode it. Okay, he rode that big road gap. And he goes up and does his thing. It was really funny or whatever, you know. <laughs> and then uh, Luke goes, and he flipping sends that road gap, and he clears it and smokes it. And Luke puts on a pretty good uh, heater for their first ride. Josh Hill was there, and he's like, yeah, like he is just jacked. Like Josh was just <laughs> stoked about Luke's run and that he cleared the gap. And just like, I'm like, it's kind of funny. Like you see these people on the internet, you idolize them you watch how talented they are 
Josh Hill just flipping loves dirt bikes. I mean, it's cool. Like that, he, that's cool. He just liked it, you know? And like, uh, I really didn't try to like, I didn't want to be like a Tom and just get all over people. Or I just, I just want to thank you for all you guys are doing. You know, you, you just don't want to be that guy, you know, nobody yeah. wants to be that guy, you know, <laughs> but I just, you, you don't want to be the super fan. No, no, and I, it was just really cool. But then, um, so then Luke jumps it. So then Ronnie Mack comes back down and he sees that Luke jumps it. And he's like, I got to go again. I got to go again. And then that dude is so funny. And then uh, Joe Shipman is like, you pulled out, Ron. Don't ever. He's like, Ron's like, never pull out. Don't pull out. Whatever. So then he went up again and then he jumped it and almost didn't make it. And did a, it was like a big theatrical thing. But it was super fun. And the, the hill was like a really good qualifying hill. And I, I'd say like Luke's run really stood out to me. And uh, the other one that really stood out is on that little 10 foot gap, Josh's brother, Justin, he like tried to scrub that jump. And I mean, just watching from a distance, that dude is powerful. Like how he ripped that bike. Like he just tried to like rip it through the jump. He scrubbed and landed. The back tire was the farthest part up. Like oh, he shit. scrubbed it so hard, like he threw the back tire uphill and slightly crashed, you know, but yeah. it was like, what the frick were you thinking that you're going to do? Then he comes back and just like destroys the hill. Like it was just like, <laughs> but it was, you know, those guys are super talented, but yeah. and not one of them that I think didn't have fun. They all look like they were really having fun. And, um, uh, I never heard anybody complain about any, any part of it or whatever. And it was, it was just really cool. Like, the talent that they have, like they don't, they don't need extensions. Like they're, they're so good with the bike. Like yeah. maybe like at Freemansburg, they would have to be extended, you know, but like, um, at the but I'm sky, sure there's some, they some hills that are big that you need extensions. Number one, your talent are to go fast. And yeah, but I mean, it's just, I, I, I mean, up close, like you go to a supercross, everybody's talented. The guy that takes last in the LCQ is the best rider I'd ever seen. But like at yeah. a hill climb, you just don't see that. Well, the talent was really, it really showed off. And um, it was a super fun event. Uh, Luke said it was the best taco he'd ever had in his life at the event. <laughs> um, it was a really kind of, kind of a cool vibe. Like it's right on the freeway, their property. And the whole property is kind of like a big hill. Um, the It was beautiful. I'd never been to Oregon before. And I mean, it was worth the drive just to go out there to see it. Like the, the beauty and everything, mm-hmm. the scale is so big on everything um the on the on the open hill what was so fun was like the moto style bottom you know okay it, it was there was options there was options for the jumps there was a really big option that only josh did where you could have tripled that first jump and yeah <laughs> it, it's it was ridiculous like i don't know and the problem was is it wasn't any faster than just doubling through it or whatever okay but um I'm sorry with the name. I think it's Austin Polini or Polatini. Yes. Excuse me. But I had never, I'd seen his name on Supercross, but I'd never watched him. Dude was a fantastic rider. And um, it was fun to watch like Logan go against Tyler Bierman. And then, you know, you forget that like Logan and other people there are, they're very good motocrossers too. They're not on Supercross, Mm -hmm. right? But it yeah. was fun to see, you know, the different lines that they would take. And um, okay. a couple of them got on open bikes. Uh, 
I think Colby Raha rode um, one of Matt's bikes. Yep. And um I'm trying to think. Obviously, Josh had that new. Uh, the new bike. Yep, the new bike. And I think they're still kind of figuring that out a little bit. Like the I, I really want to see Matt and Josh bring that to an AMA event. That YZF, is that what it yes. is? Yeah. Yeah. I'm not not sold on that package yet, but obviously it's it's good. It's very, very good. But I think they got a few things to figure out on it yet, you know, to make it really scream, mm-hmm. you know. But, yeah, I just uh, – it was one of the cooler events I've ever been to, you know, how it was run. And um, you just think, like, being a person that, you know, is just doing this for a, a, a passion and a hobby – like to go there and be in the presence of all those unbelievable athletes, the talented was, athletes yeah, that was, are, yeah, it was really fun. It was really fun. I, I hope they do it again. I think they had a lot of fun. I, I think that Josh likes hill climbing. I think he, you know, I, I think Josh likes hill climbing. I don't know. I, I we yeah. don't, we don't text and talk. I don't know the guy, but nah. um, just uh, I couldn't have, I, I wish I had better vocabulary to say, like, just like how welcoming they were. Like they mm-hmm. were super like welcoming to all of us. Yeah. And that was pretty damn cool. I mean, it was, well, it was neat. we're working to get Josh onto our show. Yeah. Talk about hill climbing. I hope and you do. He, he was down for it. And then, you know, all that happened and we stopped the show for a while. Mm-hmm. And I just talked to uh, Matt tonight and he's, you know, real busy going to over to Europe for Supercross, And he's just, He's swamped right now. He said, I can't even get a hold of him. He's just busy right now. Right. Yeah. So when his, yeah. his life slows down or he gets a chance, I'm sure he'll hit me back and we'll get him on the show. And Right. I find it hard to believe he spent that much coin building the hill climber to do it once. Right. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I hope so. I hope that's the case. I, yeah, I, I think he, I think he's into it and he, he wants to do it. I think that what would be cool is if he could come to Devils yeah. on a nitro bike. Oh, I'd cool. love to see him come come to a speed hill on a nitro bike, not yeah. just Pogue's hole. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. like he would like it because I think he did really good at Bay City. Obviously, you know, I mean that that was very well suited him. But yeah, the huge crowd. It's worth his time to go. I mean, it's it would be a good thing and good exposure for everybody. You know, so. Josh wasn't at Bay City. Was he? I thought he was there. Oh, he just practiced there, didn't he? No, no at Millville, Millville he practiced. Oh, Mill- I, I'm sorry, I, I, Millville. That's what I meant to say, Millville. Yeah, thank yeah, you. Millville. Yeah, Millville. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. yeah, him and Sipes. But I mean, Sipes Millville was a cool hill with the big jumps and the speed for the nitro bikes. Right. But then again, it was on part of the motocross track, so to him, that was he rode that part a lot. Yeah, it's a lot yeah. different to do it on a 300 horsepower bike from a dead stop. Right. Yeah. To clear those. The gaps, Millville but. hill didn't really cater to the wide open nitro either no you had to be it was like you had to time it it was like burp 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 yeah, <laughs> yeah. well because if you did could blast it then you'd kill yourself over the top like Vinny tried to do i think uh josh on nitro at freemansburg would be a sight to oh, see yeah it would oh, for oh. Sure. yeah oh for sure yeah mm-hmm. no yeah and I, I mean it's just that's a lot, a lot of commitment for somebody to borrow a bike out like that, and you know, there's just not that. Many I, of them I think around. for a guy like Josh, I think anybody who had an extra bike would give it up if he wanted to try, like Freemansburg or mm-hmm. Devil's Staircase, a, a real speed hill where you get to see what a nitro bike really does. Well, yeah. Like for me, it's gonna have to be a good one though. I don't yeah. think Josh is gonna get on no, anything. It have to be like a John's bike or 
one of Vinny's bikes or something. I don't know. Yeah, I don't I, know if Vinny's bikes would really cater to his style. All I know I mean, is same as when yeah. you got when you got somebody that's one of the best per- people to ever throw a leg over a motorcycle, and they want to hill climb. Like we just got to do whatever we can to support that and well, just thank we'll them talk and to, uh, hope that they just want to keep coming. And yeah, like it's it's cool. Oh yeah, I, I'd love to see him. Like keeps doing it, keep doing motor climb, keep doing that. Try some of the other other hills and other styles of it. But the other thing too but, is, you like, know, there's McCutcheon's bikes are still sitting there in West Virginia. We could throw, we could throw one of those Supercross guys on that 1070 that Dave McCutcheon had. Yep. Someone's got to be able to ride a thing. Ain't nobody rode it yet. That's top the hill on it. It spit everybody off. Oh, geez. <laughs> that's not good. That's not a good selling point. Yeah. No, no it, it's a, it's a wicked fast bike and it's just the three guys that rode it are, were younger kids that weren't as experienced and ready for a nitro bike. It shouldn't have been their first nitro bike. Right. Well, I think Colby wrote it, so Colby did okay with it. But Not me. Nah, not you. Colby McCutcheon. I just think, uh, like, for the AMA, they need to keep making it so the nitro bikes, the hills, they have to make the nitro bikes where that, it's really tough to beat them. Because yeah. if, if we get to the point where everybody's buying, you know, bikes like Logan, and that's the only class, I don't think it'll be as exciting. Because no, it's the nitro well, bikes and... that that make it. And honestly, like, there's very <laughs> few people that can ride a bike like Logan can to make that bike compete yeah. against a nitro bike. And it's really fun when there's a few of those. But like, what I'm nervous about is that the hills are going to switch towards where it doesn't favor the nitro bikes because. Who doesn't like watching them things just scream? I mean, they're just crazy how yeah. the, the, the how they go. And the, I mean, yeah, that's what I, I mean. I, I I stop and watch. I mean, who doesn't? You know, I but, think on the East Coast you're always going to have the hills that are going to favor the nitro bikes. Freemansburg is going to stick around. White Rose, I, I mean, Devil uh, Staircase, the hills that are the speed hills. East Coast is where your speed hills are, yeah. and they're the hills that favor the nitro bikes. I hope so. I mean, I hope you're right, and I I, I want to encourage. I'm not a nitro bike guy, and I want them be encouraged mm. to keep doing it because mm. you need a team they are extremely expensive they are volatile they are I dangerous like that's they're... why most of the guys are going you can you can be competitive on a gas bike because there's more of them it doesn't take as much effort right a, a person like me i can't have one because i'm by myself and i yeah and i would i won't ride one even if i had a team just well, it's not my it, style and at my it, point it's of life. the expense of a nitro bike you yeah Fifty dollars a gallon for nitro. Yikes! Allentown, you burn four gallons in two rides. Wow! Yeah. Uh, no. Propylene oxide is fifty dollars a gallon. And I think I mean, they how, were much, like... how much you mix with your nitro. Um, you have to drain the oil after every ride. Right. So yep. a four cylinder that takes four quarts of oil—that's eight quarts of oil every race. Right. Yep. That gets thrown away. Yep. It's the maintenance and the upkeep is is ridiculous on the fuel bikes right uh it's i don't know anything about them i just watch them or whatever you know but i mean as as a fan of the sport like i, mm-hmm. I really really want that to be encouraged to keep yeah. those going even though i feel like a hypocrite because i'm not gonna buy one i'm not gonna build one you know it's really not for everybody not everybody wants to do it because we i've asked logan would you ever ride a nitro bike he's like no i don't i don't want that i don't want to deal with it and logan's got his whole family but mm-hmm. The thing is, is most of the races he goes to, he's by himself. I mean, yeah. 
That guy doesn't. Well, I mean, it's with the nitro bike. It's it, it's unpredictable. You know, the gas bikes you can you can control where it's going. Yeah, a, a chained up nitro bike. It it's going to go where it wants to go. You're kind of along for the ride for the most part. For me, what I kind of want to see, and I I've I've told you know like Logan and I were very close. He's probably my best friend. But mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know if it's, I don't know if it goes both ways. Cause I, I but, uh, uh, you know, like I, I have, I've wondered, like, I think like he really needs to explore running a chain wheel on that mule. Yeah. And then I've never seen him run one. I think he, sh- I think he really needs to try because. I don't know just, if I've seen him ever run a chain on anything. No, so. he's ran metal, but I don't think he's ever had a chain wheel and that and thing's got the power. I mean, it, yeah. And I, I just think like, you know, like to me, like like the the most the goat for hill climbing for me is Harold Waddell because yeah. you put Harold on anybody's bike, he'll probably beat them. You put somebody else on Harold's bike, they probably won't do anything because he he's rode those bikes for so long and been yep. top of the top for competition. I mean, it's it's unbelievable. But when do you see Harold not ride a chain? Yeah. Well, you same don't. thing with chains. Are, like, chains are predictable. Yeah. They just they work everywhere and they're they, predictable. Yeah, there's nothing know? they don't work in. They're predictable. Yeah, and that's where I'd, I'd kind of like to see. I, I hope Logan does that because I think it could be. You know, this year it was different because most of the hills there was so much traction where you know it wasn't. It, probably it, didn't need it, but I think that that would be a feather in his hat. Where if he could if he could figure that out, look up. There's just another thing he's got that everybody yeah. else doesn't. You know. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, chains chains are fun and you can you can adjust the looseness on the tire chain and it's like it's like adding teeth to the rear wheel oh i'm sure yeah it's they're crazy like you can take one add one link to the tire chain and it scoops harder right and it's like you yeah. added three teeth to the back end on for it to take off yeah wow. and you still have that gearing for speed so yeah. well conditions like they were just on moto climb they were on the they had some raw footage of the open class at Brickmine and Flippin' Harold came to a dead stop right mm-hmm. after the ledge. And it's it's pretty steep there. There's a little bit yeah. of a shelf there, but it's still pretty steep. And he let it eat and boom, in 30 feet, he's going wide open speeds again. That's yeah, that's chains, that's metal, yeah. you know. That that's a chain hooking up and or you watch way. like uh Bodie in there, he's running a tire, and I mean super talented rider, awesome bike. And he just couldn't get the drive just to couldn't get going because that metal, it does, I mean, it just hooks on everything, you know? Yep. So it does. I, it's kind of fun. I, I, I actually tried it. I'll give this out to everybody because it doesn't matter. But I tried a little sneaky thing at the brick mine this year and I peppered my paddle with ice screws. Oh, yeah. And I'll tell you right now, Papa likes it. I mean, it works. <laughs> the, the tire was yeah. not much heavier and man, did that thing eat. But, you wreck a hundred and eighty dollar paddle pretty quick. <laughs> yeah, how the ice crews hold it? Oh, they didn't hold out? in very well. <laughs> yeah, the, the first hole shot, I'm like, "Ooh, this is good." I got down, and I'm like, "Oh man, I tore just about every scoop off this paddle." <laughs> so it's kind of a go for broke setup, but uh, yeah, it was worth it. It was kind of fun. So, no, that's worth a shot, right? Well, yeah, you got to try stuff. You know, it's like don't know until you try. Well, let's get in. I know we've had Matt and a bunch of other people explain how, like, Moto Climb works for their overall. My best way to explain it 
the way that I understand it, it's kind of scored like Arena Claros, where you have to do good in both classes to be the overall winner. Mm-hmm. Am I kind of correct in that? Yeah. So, and once again, I'm not the article of the law, but basically yeah. it's two motos. So you have the the one moto and the second moto. The first moto is the side-by-side, and the only way you can get into the side-by-side is qualifying. And the second moto is the open class. And anybody's welcome to join the open class. There's no qualifying for that. Okay. So you take first out of the side-by-side and first out of the open class, and they are awarded points on down, and then the highest point value between the two is your winner. Okay. So the thing that I've asked Matt and I would like to see is, you know, in the side-by-side, you run, let's say there's, I can't remember the number. I think it's 16 that run or no, 32. So there's 16 races. Okay. Okay. You, You run 16 people move on 16 people leave. Right. Then from those, when you get done, there's points awarded, but really only first, second, third, and fourth actually raced for those positions. Okay. Okay. Fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth, 10th, 11th, 12th, I think goes to points or whatever. I think that's determined by your um, qualifying and, you know, granted that's fair, but what I would like to see is I would like to see points awarded for the qualifying run. Okay. Like a normal race. And then one, two, three, four of Verticross gets points, but nobody else. But all the money goes to the Verticross. Because I'm an old school hill climber. Some of the best rides I've seen all year were in that qualifying. I mean, at Bay City this year, it was the coolest thing ever. There was multiple lines on that 450 qualifier, and people didn't know what was faster. Like, some people made this line work. Some people made this line work. And you had to decide, and it was tough, and it was... It was flipping great racing and it makes a huge difference. If you're the, a top qualifier, you get lane choice. It's obviously a big advantage, but I'd like to see points awarded for that, like a, a class. And then when you go to yeah. the side by side, I think it'd be cool if the, you know, you race for first place, you race for second place, you race for third and fourth, but then fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, you're, you're not actually racing for those places. You know, it's just how you qualified, which I understand that's fair, but, I just think it'd be yeah. kind of cool for that qualifier, especially like me. I'm one of the few people where I race that series four points. And unfortunately I don't like the side by side. I'm not a motocross guy. I don't like the option to take out my friend. I just, it's not for me. I don't, I don't like it. I, the fans and the crowd. I think it's the best. I love yeah. the side by side, but it's just not for me where that's where I'm selfish. Where I, I would love to get some points for having a really good qualifier, right? Cause I've qualified top 10 several times in that class and, been really happy with it and then when i get to the side by side i mean it just i gotta race my ass off to get to the top four i'm not gonna risk my i'm not gonna take ruin a friendship or do something stupid to try to get to the top you know i just it's just me but yeah it's just my opinion dirty joel (laughs) come on dirty joel yeah (laughs) Yeah. well that's the that's the worst part is i am super dirty like when we race around here like that's why i gotta stop myself because my wife will be pissed at me if i race like i do around here you know oh (laughs) jeez but then the open class is 
that's awesome. I mean, that's so cool. Sta- and, standard hill climb. Yep. And they, they weight the purse towards the open class on that too, which is really nice. And like I, you know, it, you know, for me, the money, it's not, it's not a deal breaker on anything, but man, it helps. Like I, I, you know, I save up all winter long. I have a budget that I got to try to keep within to race for the year and the money that you can get through the weekends. That's what helps me just buy parts, buy diesel, buy whatever and, I can and, just to go to all the ones I can. And um, okay. it, makes a, it makes a huge difference on the purse. Yeah. And, and I, I really think like that's where AMA just kills it because the AMA, if you put on a really good show and there's a really big crowd there, they're helping you because that crowd helps that purse out and it helps yeah. the promoter. Yeah. It helps everybody, but everybody wins. You know, and I, I like yep. the way that the, the AMA is structured in the, the pay. And I like how, you know, they, if there's a bunch of people in the, pl- in the class, they pay down a long ways because yeah, guess what? John Kester and Logan and you know Nathan Creep, those guys are always going to make a bunch of money. Great. They're unbelievable. But there's people like me that I want to go, you know, I want to give me a couple of things of diesel. I'm going to put on a show too, you know, and uh, when there's a bunch of people in the class, they pay down a long yeah. ways. It's, it's awesome. I mean, they, and that's, you, you need a full class to make a good show. And it's, it's a lot better when there's 20 guys in a class and not 10. Right. Oh yeah. No. And, and I, I'm interested to see like how the AMA progresses with the three classes because I like I don't think we want the twins class to be the size of the premier class, you know. No. I, I think like, you know, if you had, you know, twelve to seventeen twins bikes, that'd probably be perfect. And then I'll, like when there's around thirty in that premier class, that feels awesome. Because it's yeah, you get through them, there's a bunch of variety, you know, and just wicked fast <clears throat> bikes and all different types. Like that Fowler's bike. <sighs> Oh, they ever get that thing 100 yeah. percent figured out? It, even if they don't, I'm watching. I mean, it's oh, it's, just, it's just cool. That thing is nuts. Like when it goes, it's gone. Like yeah, yeah look that thing out. is scary fast. When, when that turbo <laughs> when that turbo spools up, I think just it's like you, it's a rocket ship. It just launches and goes. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, I mean it's, but and it's cool because there's one, you know, yeah. and, and it's you got big twins. You got turbo you got big cylinder single cylinder. like next year there's a good chance that i might be on a nitro single cylinder or i might have a brand new open bike i don't know if, which one will get done but it's like i'm gonna okay. have options you know like dave's got that big bore ktm and i can't remember who wrote it at freemansburg the first one but um that thing is just crazy fast you know yeah light well caster's got that big 700 single ktm on yep. nitro yep Yep. That he built yeah, for out west. Nasty. Yep. That thing is crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um But it's th- there's all kinds of things. Like I I know it's for safety, but I really think in the AMA the open class should be literally anything you want to do. Yeah. I'd be all like fun. you want to run a turbocharged nitro bike with a nitrous bottle, go for it if you got the balls to do all three. Right. But <laughs> we don't want you to lose any more riders that way either that's you're pushing the envelope of safety that way yeah and i think they've done a good job at um, yeah you know keeping the rules very well kept you know i mean they you know what what we're what we're doing and what the guys are riding it's 
a dangerous sport, but a safe sport because there's no one to run you yeah. over. Yeah. I think even if they did make that legal, if like uh, R1 on Nitro isn't enough for you, then you're doing something wrong. <laughs> true, true words have never been spoken, spoken Colby, that's for sure. Yeah. I don't know, but like when I rode, I was always a bigger guy and I needed all the power I could get to compete with those little skinny guys. So, Brandon, what you're saying is you want to look like one of those tractor pullers where you're going to have four R1s on nitro somehow on a bike ride? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I thought at one time building a nitro Hayabusa for, uh, for the class. What about that Benelli? Who's uh, John Williams' is, is six-cylinder Benelli? Yeah. God, that thing is freaking ridiculous. Uh, that motor is a mile wide. <laughs> and now that hill climbing is seen in Italy now because John Williams is inducted into the Benelli uh, Hall of Fame out there. Really? Picture him with the Benelli on his six-cylinder. Jeez. Hanging in the Benelli factory. Wow. That's cool. So that's that's a cool thing. The Italians are getting a little taste of hill climbing. No one has any videos of that Benelli running because they didn't have uh, handheld camcorders then. Hmm. I remember as a little kid when it blew up. 1937 Harley going up Freemansburg. Yeah, well, I mean like they didn't no one has like a video of this bike running and I don't know right. why. Yeah, there's 8 millimeter footage from like the 60s and the 30s and all that, but Kobe's the one bike everybody wants to see run, there's no footage of it. Kobe's Even the guy who owned it doesn't have a video. Huh? Kobe's probably yeah. got some pencil drawings of it, maybe a flipbook. <laughs> I could do a flipbook yeah. of it. I I remember like when he was riding it, I was a little kid, so I don't remember here running, but I remember the stories of when he, they blew it up at Freemansburg, starting it, and Jeez. it sent the entire crew to the hospital that day. Holy balls, man! Like it blew up and shrapnel went into every single person standing by the bike. Wow, wow, man, that's scary. Yeah. And that was the last time they rode it. They never put it back together. If it takes your takes your whole crew out, who are you going to get to build it back? <laughs> I talked to John. It's still sitting on his bench in his garage. Wow! Yeah. Oh wow! They pulled that out of the frame and put the uh, his CB750 motor back in it. Mm. So let's go to the the finishes here at the Big Hill Jam for Moto Climb Round Three in the Open Class: Logan Sapala, Austin Tyler, Jake Ansett. Your 450 main top three were Josh Hill, Austin Tyler, and Logan Sapala, giving the overall win to Logan Sapala. Austin Tyler taking second and Josh Hill getting third. And Joel, you took ninth that day, by the way. Yeah, no, I was pumped Looked about it up, that. ninth place. Good oh, job, top ten. Hell yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, no, I was I was pretty stoked about that. And won round four at the granddaddy of hill climbing, because we can say Billings is the oldest running hill climb we have right at the billings motorcycle club in montana yep the open class hometown boy tyler cardwell yep takes the win yep mason miller in second and logan mead takes a third that was crazy 450 main logan sapala noah shaver and austin tyler logan takes the overall win austin cardwell Takes a second, and Logan Mead takes a third. And, and your and champion Hill. for the moto climb was Logan Sapala, his second overall moto climb championship, and the only series champ that they've had. Yep. And Josh two Hill seasons was there of moto at climb Billings that day. Josh was yeah. There Josh then. was at Billings. Yep. That 
that open hill, I was so excited for that day. And then I just messed up so bad. I just screwed the pooch so bad. They went right through the sage and it turned, you started in, you had a right hand right away, which I love. I just love like pinching to the right like that Mm -hmm. in the Super Duke. And um, it was kind of goofy because it was really wet there in the sage. And then you went right, I'd like snake right up to the ledge. And the one thing that I can't do is just sit there and pin it on a ledge. And you watch like Shipman and those guys. And they're so good at it. They'll be barely moving, just wide open on that ledge. And I don't know how they do it. It freaks me out because on those ledges, like the water seeps through them. And you'll Uh be going with no traction and then 100% traction, you know. And you know what happens then. (laughs) (laughs) But, I, oh, man, I screwed up so bad. I had a really good chance to finish top four in the series. And um, I just messed everything up that day on that hill. But I was kind of stoked that they did that hill like that. I mean, Mm -hmm. it was a really technical hill, and I liked that. I think it was fun. It was something different. And if you ever get a chance, like that section of hill, the south hills there, they are some of the funnest hill climb hills you'll ever go to. They are really, really fun. Billings is always on my bucket list, but yep. now that they don't run the old original cattle shoot hill, yeah, like that's where I wanted to ride that, yeah, that yep. nasty, ledgy, steep, nobody made it cattle shoot hill. Yep, I never got to ride it. My first year out there was uh, the first year they didn't run it, so I missed out on it. But it's always yeah. where I wanted to ride there, and I, I guess they just tore it up too bad. They don't ride over there no more, or what? I don't know what the reason they don't use that that section of the hill but when you have well they got four miles of hill there no they, they still, can choose from they still ride there they filled it in oh they filled it in yeah well oh, they well. added like maybe 50 or 60 feet to the top of that hill okay and they filled it in just because i think it was kind of probably just getting cut in too much yeah and, and it, i that that club there the grounds i mean literally like I got hurt out there and from the hospital in Billings, you can see the grounds. That's how close it is to the town okay. of Billings. And um, it's so cool. Just the history of hill climbing there. Oh yeah. But the great American, that hill is just, man, it's not for me. I, I, I go there. I like going there, but like this year, just, I think one guy made it over in the 450 class and it's not like what you think. It's, it's really odd. Like it, the, the layouts of the hills are, there um you, everybody gets to one point and you just gotta bounce through it just the right part and just about everybody gets to that point but there's no there's no footage markers <laughs> there's no laser range pointer okay it's still pretty it's old school way you just, do it if you know if they think you went 227 that's what you went there's no way it's <laughs> so everybody gets to one spot and you know, you get what you it's get. It's kind of like you know? a judgment call. Well, two twenty-seven, two, two twenty-seven, yep. three. And the hookers out there are amazing. Like they're really on it. Like they save you, they save your bike. They're awesome. But I wish that now, they... those, those guys are the heroes out there. That's oh for yeah, sure. and they're such cool guys. The one time on the snowflake, my four ninety, I was coming up the wall a few years ago, and I lifted, and I there was a flag right by. They dig in like these little shelves that they stand on, 
and uh-huh. there's a wall. And when you go on the shaded side of the wall, there's always traction. So I'm, I got to go work right by him and I'm lifting right into the wall and I'm coming up and I, I know, I know I'm going to make it, but I just get a little off camber and I come down and I, I spin out right there. Joss bummed. And he's like, Joel, drain plug tight. Your drain plugs tight, bud. <laughs> and I'm like, thanks, man. I appreciate it. He's like, yeah, you're no oil, no nothing. Drain plugs completely tight. <laughs> he didn't move an inch. Like he, he stood right there. I wasn't going to hit him. I'd do anything. I, I would never do anything to those guys. But I just thought that was so funny that he's just oh, that's on it. Awesome. You know? But great people. But I just, I wish that if they were going to make it where nobody's making it over and we're all getting to that one spot. I wish that they'd have some really official marking, you know? Yeah. Just cause yeah, yeah I'm all for, I'll, I'll go race every day if nobody's making it over. I love that stuff. But <laughs> I think, you know, it's, it's kind of, it's tough when you're, you know, yep. you don't know, you know, so. Yeah. But. Driving all that way to get a iffy result. Yeah. And then that, uh, the side by side in the Great American that is flipping nuts. I, I I opt out of it every time. They go third gear wide open to a launch ramp into a basically a minefield and it's dark. Like yeah. I, I mean, when you're there watching it, much respect for those guys. I ha- I mean it. They go so hard into this super rough terrain. That I mean, granted, you land, you lift, I get it, but they're getting bucked off. I mean, it they're side by side. I mean, it's it's super intense racing, but just sketchy. Oh my gosh, I just you know I'm not that guy, you know. So I get really nervous just watching these guys, just because some you know some of those guys shouldn't be going that fast. You know, they're they're people that are that talented to go that fast in the dark, and there's some that aren't. And I, I wish that they would put like how Bay City has that big stutter on the verticross before the bottom, like that wall yeah. jump. Mm-hmm. I wish they'd do that because those things like that, the really talented guys, they soak it and they're gone. But they're everybody's, you know, you're still going fast, still great racing, but you're not third gear tapped into a minefield, you know. But yeah. that's yeah. my opinion. I mean, I, I I love it either way. I appreciate all the work and hard work that goes into it. Uh, Cord and Daryl and um, all the guys that work so hard on those hills out there, they're amazing. But, you know, you got opinions and I, I love them. I, I, I wouldn't change, I, you know, I just, those are my opinions, you know. So I decided let air them a little bit. Cool. It's a good point, though. I like it. I like having a perspective of someone that's been to all the different styles and all the different series and have run it. Yeah. And the Rockwell series, again, a great rider payout like they take care of the riders big classes all that money goes right back to the riders they pay down if there's a big class they'll pay down a long ways and if you get you know in the top five you paid for your weekend i mean you make good money if you are in the top you know 15 you probably paid for your entries and if you're you know i mean it's i like that I, i like that you know just knowing that you know when there's a hundred guys in the 450 class, I mean, 20 of them can probably win, you know? I mean, yeah. there's fast, fast people there, you know? So it feels good. Like if you get in that top 20, like, Hey, I'd, I'd like to have a little, I'd like to get my hundred bucks back at least, you know, or something, you know, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, 
they really uh they really take care of the riders well and um they always had a really good i haven't been able to race it in a few years the full series because of injury and stuff but they've had really good incentive uh bonuses for the riders like if you compete the whole series you you would get another bonus the one time i raced and i uh i topped top five two classes for the year and i I think I had like second in the veteran cl- or the, the the old man class, and I think I got enough money that it paid for my whole last race just from the oh, year end good. bonus, which was super generous. Yeah, I mean that's that's just them yep. giving back to the riders, which is huge. Yeah. We used to have that on the AMA side, a, a year end points fund. I like that because there's where you got. I mean, you could get. I think I got ninth one year in points, and I think I got like fifteen hundred bucks at the end of the year. Badass. And the other thing too is how they do their points. Like if you win, mm-hmm. it's like 250 points a class for your points. Okay. So people that only come to a couple of races, they're not even in the points shit at all. Like you, you have to go to all the races to be in the points. And I think that's the way it should be. I mean, you're traveling yeah. thousands of miles. Everybody is to do those. Yep. Like I hate it when a guy can go to just a couple of races and yeah, you might get a fifth, a sixth and a seventh. This guy comes and gets two seconds, and he's leading you in points. And it's like, I don't know, that's it sits the wrong way. With me. Yeah, you know, it's like it's because it, it benefits me to be the other way. I guess that's probably yeah. why you know. But uh, well, I know one thing on AMA. What I brought up uh, when we still had the Riders Association and voted on what we wanted as rule packages presented to the AMA. I brought up to score the hill climbs like a motocross. Say the premier class, you ride one round, first place, get 25 points. And then down through that, second round, same thing. And then the rider of the highest points is the overall winner. Okay. For that class. Yep. That would force everybody to ride, and that would give some of the guys that are typically fifth or tenth a better option to be in the top because anything could happen. Right. It's not your best run. Right. Yeah, I think isn't that what they kind of started out doing this yeah, year? Yeah, they tried that. Well, kind of, the, it was more like a pay-based thing. I think that yep. at the beginning, yeah, it was yeah. on pay at White Rose. Like you got yep. certain amount of money for the first round, a certain amount of money for the second round. Yep, yeah. But the win and your finishes were still on your overall fastest time. Yeah, and I actually liked that. And I, it was funny. Like Rob announced, like the people that would have got more. And mm-hmm. at White Rose, I would have got more if it would have been paid the old way. But I liked it that you got paid per round. Yeah. The reason I liked it is that I want the top guys riding all their rides. Yeah. At full speed, because that's the best show, you know? No, and I, I think they should. Everybody wants to see those top guys that are putting on that that show. They want to see the top four guys yeah. twice. And I get it. If I got a Nitro bike... And I put a smoker down the first round, and I don't have to ride the second. I ain't riding the second. Oh, yeah. I, I, if I was ever in that position, I wasn't going to do it. But <laughs> yeah. But I, I, mean, I never got to that position, so. Right. But, I mean, I, I get, you know, like, for me, I'm about that crowd. Like, that crowd's what makes everything happen in yeah. that series. And Especially in the crowd's not happy, and they're not coming back. You're not making money. I want that crowd happy. I want to put on a show because yep. I'm proud to be there helping, and I want to do everything I can, you yep. know. So, and you wanted to go home and tell their buddy, say, hey, next year, you got to come to this thing with me. Right. Yeah. And then it grows. And that's how White Rose's crowd's 10 times better. Before you came into the series, 
you get 500 bucks to win a weight roads. Yeah. It was a minimum purse every time. Right. Nobody was coming because they got a bad stigma back in the nineties. Right. And it took them decades to get over that. Yeah. Well, they're, they're doing it right now because White yeah. Rose, it's awesome. That club grounds is beautiful. It's awesome to watch. Mm-hmm. That night race is so cool there. And the food's good there. Mm-hmm. The experience, I mean, everything's good about that race. They yeah. got it figured out. And it, yeah, there just something spot. something happened there in the 90s, and it, it took them a long time to get their crowd back. Yeah. It just, the media just chastised the, the event, and everything that unfolded around that incident just really hurt that club. Great. Well, I'm glad to see it, it back. Awesome. It actually almost put the club out of business. Man, oh, that, I hate hearing that. That's that's hard. Like it, it was bad. Yeah. It and all just you get people drinking and they do dumb shit. Yep. I, mm-hmm. I think like uh, it's kind of cool. Like hill climbing, it like brings in like really good people. You know. Mm-hmm. And yeah. The I, the crowds are a lot better. Like when I was growing up, it was all the hardcore biker scene. Yeah. <laughs> it, it was the angels and the pagans. And those were yeah. the, the kind of people that attended hill climb events. <laughs> yeah. Now it's, now it's the family of eight. Yep. With the little kids that are just loving on these riders and like, I love you. Right. Well, I saw like at White Rose, there's a whole bunch of kids like all playing football and stuff. And yeah. Around and there's kids all over. It's like, yeah, that's awesome. You know, that's what it should be. And I think the other thing, I think more of the promoters and clubs need to go to night races. Probably. I, yep. I love the night races. First of all, it's not hot. You're not dying. Right. That You know, the spring white rose, you know, two ambos are left for the event started because people have heat strokes in the crowd. Right. I mean, Rob didn't make the whole day. He had to go in and Crazy. was getting sick. Yeah, it was awful. Yeah, it's, yeah. Um, the other thing, you know, it's like I'm a construction guy. I work hard all week sweating doing everything else like mm-hmm. like to have a couple of beers and relax you know yeah like it's kind of nice at night you, you can get your work on saturday you can go finish up grab the kids and the wife and freaking go get a couple of fish sandwiches at the white rose club have a couple of beers everybody's winning you know it's like that yep. that's what it's supposed to be about you know yeah yep it is well gentlemen i think we had a pretty good conversation a great show Joel, thanks for all your yeah. uh, input. Dude, I knew it'd was... be a great, knew it'd be a great show on here with you. You just you love to talk and oh. you love the sport. Yeah, I love it. Could I could I do a little shout out? Is that all right? Yeah, go ahead, man. Well, I, I've always been like not a sponsored rider, you know. And part of that was, you know, I'm older and I don't have a lot of money, but I I'm responsible with it. And my wife and I live in a little shoebox house that affords me to do this stuff or whatever. And I just never went after sponsors because I always wanted the sponsorship to be available to people that need it, young kids and families that they just need that damn sponsorship. So I've never hunted it, you know. And Logan started riding for Rutted Racing this year. And I was just commenting on one of his posts and the Rutted like started to follow me. And then they had uh, messaged a couple things to me or whatever. I'm like, oh, wow, thank you so much for <laughs> – Thank you for the notice or whatever, you know? And I'm like, I've been talking to Logan and he loves your stuff. I said, I'm going to be buying some gear uh, real soon. And the dude's like, hey, you want a 40% off when you do? I was floored. I was like, are you sure? Oh, yeah. And he's like, yeah, That's I'd awesome. love to help you out. And this Reddit Racing, they're locally here in Minnesota. I mean, I they 
I, I, I mean, I'm just a nobody and I, I'll put an order and he calls me, he's messaging me. Hey, is everything fitting? Okay. Did you get everything? Like their gear is ridiculous. Like I want to wear it to work. It's like, it's unbelievable how comfortable <laughs> it is. Like the buckles are like snowboard bindings. It's unbelievable. But, um, you know, I hate to, I, I don't want to like go out at, but it's just a great company. And the, the gear is unbelievable. I mean, I, we've all had that crappy gear where like the first time you put it on and you can't even put your knee guards on or anything. Cause it's awful. <laughs> it's like this stuff. I, it's, it sells itself, but I just want to wear that stuff. Most of my career. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to thank Reddit and um, just that little bit of support, man. It makes such a difference for me. And um, you know, I can barely afford to do the things I do and go the places I do, but I, yeah, I, it really means a lot that someone just reached out to me to help me. And, uh, I, I just no, that, that's, it, so thank you. That, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah it is. I second that too. Yeah. Hell yeah, uh, that company's awesome, and that uh, I sold some CBD to him, and he offered me a set of gear too, and stuff. So like, <laughs> well, I don't really ride anymore, but cool. I appreciate that. Oh, you could wear it on the chopper. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you could ride around Red Wing on with some motocross gear on the chopper. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that, that's a pre thing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> even, even message me. He's like, Hey, I want to surprise Logan at, at devils for, it sounds like he's going to win, blah, blah, blah. And he mailed me like special jerseys just for Logan for winning championships. Yeah, I saw, yeah, that. I saw like, that was awesome. I mean, that's freaking cool. I mean, and that guy, like they love the whole family. They love motors, any motorsports and motorcycles. And it's like, when I, when I wanted to buy, I wanted an off-road bike. Like what I, the first thing I did is I went and found somebody that supports hill climbing and it was a damn KTM dealership in North Dakota, but they support hill climbing. I can go buy a bike anywhere. I'm going to go to the place that supports us. Supports hill climbing. Um, yep. that, yeah. That's where I went. And then I go there, the good, the dude gives me like a roll of deer sausage and we're friends. And it's like, <laughs> well, I know why he supports hill climbing. It's because he's an awesome guy. <laughs> You know, it's yeah. Like, oh, yeah. I know where I'm going to buy my bike from from here on out. It's like, a, let's go. Is, you know? is he so, still around? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, that's, that's awesome. It's uh, Full Throttle Motorsports in North Dakota. They're just awesome. Just really cool guys and just a yeah. great company, you know. So it's fun. But so I, so, oh, go but ahead. I just thank you guys for allowing me this platform just to talk about my passion and your guys' passion. And man, it's just Heck been yeah. just a. I love listening to the, your guys' podcasts, and it's just fun. I mean, it's just fun to be part of this, so thank you guys. You're welcome. Anytime. Love yeah, having you. you on here. So, Joel, I'm going to be up in your neck tomorrow morning. What are you going to be up to? Uh, well, I got my wife's – we're going for brunch, but that's about it. It was her birthday on Friday, oh. so taking her out for brunch oh, yeah. tomorrow. Man, cool. she got dinner and oh. brunch. Oh yeah, oh I, spo- I spoil her when I can. Oh. I gotta. Man, we, we I gotta we I gotta cut this part out of the podcast. I can't <laughs> have my wife quite find out about that. Well, I wanted to be up there spending the day with Bodie and his family, filming some stuff. So maybe we can go for dinner oh, later. That'd be on awesome. Yeah, hit me up. That'd be sweet. I'm like four miles from his house, so it'd be cool. Perfect. You should come kick yeah, it. Yeah, be cool. That'd be awesome. Shoot me a text. Oh uh, yeah. We'll do. And uh, we'll thanks do. to all my uh, Team Alligator Arms brothers out there, too. I, uh, that's one uh, little group chat that I'm involved in that makes sure that nobody gets a big head. You go on there, and yeah. all they do is cut you down nonstop. So thank you. Yeah. 
I'm a part of that, and it is full <laughs> throttle comedy. Oh. None, none of us will ever be politicians if anybody ever reads that thread one one day. I, I don't know. You can do anything you want when you're a politician. It don't matter what you did in your past anymore. No, no. It's, as long as you're a Democrat. Yeah, no. I, I, I don't. I don't. I don't. I try to erase everything I can because it's just awful. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's a good um, one. Very cool. All right, guys. Well, anytime Joel, you guys want to burn a couple hours, thank give you. me a holler. Anytime, man. Absolutely. We'll have you on here. I think we have some other guests. We'll have you on here to ban around and hear some, some of these other uh, old-timers when I can get a hold of them. Mint, that'd be great. Yeah, Joel can be my fill-in when I'm busy. Oh, yeah. yeah we'll get Joel to fill in for you. Since Sean's, uh, Sean's bit, he's being a daddy. <laughs> or we could just have a, a three person. Three person will work sometimes, yeah. Sure. Yeah. It's worked out pretty good. I like it. I figure you guys are gone a long time. No fifteen minute episode. You just come right back both barrels. Just give her That's right. Give her all day. <laughs> That's three right. Three hour if, long episode. If I couldn't have got you or couldn't have got Colby, man, this thing would have been twenty minutes and <laughs> reading through some lists and not having anybody to talk to. Maybe some people are wishing that it was only ten minutes. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I think some of the people they the people who listen to the show they really like the the long he listen to it on long trips and stuff. So yep, yep. that's I us. Think a lot of the fans will be will be glad to have it back. Uh, uh, well, hey, if anybody's ever to hook them and they want to high five, you know what, pit to head, do I'll high five anybody. That's right. Go check out the nicest guy in the pits, Joel Faldi. No, 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 that's not me. <laughs> I yeah. might be the fattest and the oldest, but I'm not the nicest. But you're you're one of the nicest line. guys in the pits. <laughs> uh, uh. Oh, hell. All right. All right. Let's end this thing on a good note. Let's get out of here. I'm going to get to bed. i got a big day putting together beds and making things ready for the family to move back. Yeah. Not looking not looking forward to putting together this loft bed. I got a big day tomorrow too. Anytime you open a box of stuff and then it comes out and there's 75 pages of the instruction book, you know you're in for like an eight hour day. <laughs> I'd suggest uh, my good old friend whiskey. Yeah. I, I drink brandy. Ah, there you go. And, just and, good. and I'm out. <laughs> I got a lot of whiskey in here and some moonshine. That's not going to turn out to be a bed. <laughs> I don't have any full bottles left. But like, it's going to be like a teepee. There's a couple, there's a couple shots of each bottle in there. I just, my, my cartoon bubble's just got like two air mattresses stacked up or something. There's <laughs> <laughs> uh, nothing wrong with that. No? Oh, that's fine. <laughs> Alright guys, we're Nitro Pilot. Joel Fowdy and Nitro Mud. We are out. Catch you later, guys. Peace. Nitro. Nitro.
Thank you.